0: When the crowd gets loud, that's a pop. When you narrowly avoid a head-on collision with a drunk driving Jeff Hardy, that's a Monster Pop. Hey everyone, I'm Reclaimed Joey, one of your hosts here for Monster Pop Podcast. I'm flanked here with student of the game, D Straight. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay, man. I, um, I'm i not out in Florida when I'm driving. I'm not having to worry about these fucking intoxicated wrestlers, man. So I can, I can be at ease there. You just wake up at
0: like 3 a.m. You're like, yes, like you're fucking pumped that you didn't die from Jeff Hardy. Uh, And also flanked by uh, actual doctor, Dr. Destruction, Ph.D. How you doing, man?
2: I'm doing pretty good. You know, just uh, recovering from a little bit of illness. Hopefully I don't come across as super congested on the show, but... Uh yeah you know also not in the state of Florida so I also could very easily avoid head-on collisions with a drunk mm. Jeff Hardy.
0: Man, you and me both, dude. I'm fucking got sick too. We went to um, we celebrated my birthday last week. We went. Now was this to, a shoot uh,
2: birthday or a worked birthday? This was, was a worked, well, okay, dude. He so, didn't, well, he didn't bring his birth certificate. We did have Ooh. like
0: a slight. We did ha- we did have a slight work birthday because I did my birthday stream on Tuesday, which was the day before my birthday. But we knew we were. I wasn't going to be able to stream on my birthday, so, you know, we naturally did the birthday stream then. But my actual birthday was Wednesday, and we did, on my shoot birthday, go to uh, Andretti's, what was it called? I,
1: I just thought it was called Andretti's, it's, uh so the Andretti fucking racing dynasty or whatever. Whatever the fuck it is. Um, yeah, they have essentially just like, it's essentially like, if you know what Dave and Buster's is, I don't know if they have that around the country or yeah, they do. main event and yeah. stuff, it's... It's kind of like um, a large upscale updating of all that with indoor go-karting and duck pin bowling and a big arcade and the laser tag, blah, 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 that typical
0: shit. Yeah, but, so it was pretty,
1: but it was pretty nice. Now, Joey, how did you do on the uh, on the go-karts?
0: I won. Yeah,
1: it so. says $30 go-karts. And Joey won because it turns out we found out after we raced that the person who—not the person who finished first or had the fastest time, but the person who showed the most restraint while driving—yeah, <laughs> <a
0: little bit. laughs> yeah. yeah uh, truth be told, I lost pretty bad. Um, so,
2: so who would have won if, like, you know, you had normal racing rules for this? No, it's your boy right here, man. They—I uh, <laughs> almost—I uh, almost spun out a couple times. I almost lost control because,
1: you know, what? I was out there. I was going for the fucking gold.
2: Now, did, did you feel like it was a little bit of a Jeff Hardy simulator when you spun out?
0: Well, I
1: was
2: just about to say that fucking <laughs> when
1: <laughs> I was passing Joey, it was may as well have been Jeff, Jeff I
0: Hardy. I know, right? That's what I was worried about. I was worried that like Jeff Hardy was around somewhere. With, with he was going to be driving suitcase. the wrong way.
1: <laughs> like, you're coming around a corner, and here he comes. Gosh. He's doing his little dance. He's got his fishnet fucking arm sleeves on.
0: He, do, he he does rocking, the dance as he oh passes God. by, he does,
1: rocking Power Man five thousand from God. a Bluetooth speaker.
0: No, if Jeff Hardy was really hanging out with us and I and he fucking passed by me, like fucking passed me up while doing the fucking dance, I would have been oh fucking God. furious, dude. My birthday would have been ruined.
2: <laughs> hey, I think it would have it would have improved. Like he passed you, that means like you're you're good to go, like you're safe.
0: Why are we ragging on Jeff Hardy so much? Well, this motherfucker, as of yesterday, got fucking arrested again for uh, a dui um alcohol and drugs and not just alcohol this time had a suspended license had restrictions on his license uh this is like multiple offenses in within a 10-year span Uh, fuck this dude we've said this on the podcast before fuck this guy like what what's the difference between him and sonny is luck like we said last time he could kill somebody doing this fuck him i don't know why this guy keeps getting like glorified and people worship this guy. Like, people get canceled for fucking less than this shit. Jesus Christ, how many chances does this guy need? So what do um, you think is going
2: to happen to his uh his match this Wednesday, do you think?
0: I don't give a fuck. Like, and people were like, oh, we're so worried about Jeff Hardy and they're old and they're going to hurt themselves and brain damage and all sorts of shit like that. It's like, dude, he fucking risks harder than that every time he gets into the car.
2: On um, brain damage, I'm sure he's had more brain damage outside the ring than inside it. Right?
0: Every time he fucking takes a snort. He toasts those fucking brain cells. Right. So what do y'all think about this?
2: I think that they're going
1: to keep him off TV for a little bit. I think there's going to be some type of suspension. And I could see AEW having him participate in some type of corporate wellness, you know, procedure or whatever, where he'll maybe have to do like a rehab type thing.
0: Yeah. WWE tried to do that. WWE said like, that's why he got fired. They're like, "Yay, yo, you need to go to rehab or you're fired and he's like man fuck that i ain't doing that to save my job i'll just get fired that's a good north and carolina like, accent yeah and then he fucking <laughs> yeah and then he fucking ended up going to uh you know going to AEW and still doing the same shit man i don't need that shit they took my and remember he was acting like a victim and people were like rallying behind him and shit like that oh that did my drug test and they wouldn't show me the result and they were trying to make me go to rehab and oh like what was me like we fucking hate WWE and they do some really bad shit but this is not one of those times And they were trying, they fucking obviously knew there was something wrong. There was something up with those drug tests and they tried to get him to go to to rehab and he would have kept his job and he still didn't fucking want to go. Fuck Jeff Hardy.
2: What do you think, Doc? Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's disappointing in the sense that like you kind of, you, you kind of hope that like the guy could actually, you know, improve and whatnot, but it's just, you know, it's this well that he's been down so many times over the years and You know, you know, screw him for, you know, putting not only himself at risk, but other people at risk. Yeah. And,
1: you know, with corporate wellness policies and things, it's less about them actually giving a shit about people Mm -hmm. and more about trying to have an image that they're working with people. But again, when you're drinking and driving, I think that falls into a different category when you're a repeat offender. And we see this time and time again with people who have substance abuse problems, You know he gets a new job with aw and it seems like a fresh start and it may be in terms of his career but it's not with his like personal issues Mm -hmm. especially addiction issues i mean those fucking linger we've seen this over and over and over again in -hmm. our lifetimes and uh and we've known people with the same problems and it just doesn't get better when one aspect of your life improves and i don't want to be that judgy dude or whatever but again when you're putting other people at risk and you're not getting help, especially when you're not showing that effort to get better and to go to rehab. Man, fuck you, dude. Like, I, I'm sorry, dude, but like you're putting people at risk time and time again, kids yeah. and you know our loved ones and and people that fucking just trying to get to A to B and live their lives. That guy can't be out on the fucking road. Like, there's no fucking no. way. Was it Was it
2: Florida where uh, Sunny had her accident too? Yeah,
1: yeah. So I mean, that's what I'm saying.
2: Like, it's really it's the fucking, Wild West out there, isn't it? Yeah, Wild East. Yeah, I guess, fucking. But...
1: Florida is definitely a fucking state of note, and it's also very a very popular state for for wrestlers. I you know you know obviously AEW is located there, but a lot of guys were from there, and Hogan was living down there and yeah. fucking weird
0: and tripped out. I I, anyway. I think there's something about like taxes, like um, oh that's yeah maybe that's it. Yeah, there's something about that, and then like um, a lot of wrestlers they. They register in Texas, so they don't have to pay state taxes. So they legally mm-hmm. live in Texas. A lot of them do. Like, I'm pretty sure John Cena like legally lives in Texas. What a and, scumbag! Uh, <laughs> like he has a one bedroom apartment. <laughs> yeah, he
1: has a one bedroom apartment, like a studio apartment in Haltom City. Straight up, man. I have a so I have a question. Like moving back into wrestling, if I am Joe Mark, wrestling fan, mm-hmm. and I log on and buy a generic Bullet Club T-shirt online you know the one it just says bullet club it's got the logo it's not a wrestler's bullet club t-shirt
0: just right, bullet, bullet Club, club right shirt.
3: yeah
1: who gets the money
0: um i'm pretty sure that the t-shirt stuff with um just straight up bullet club yeah i'm pretty sure like even like stuff that is personal like i think that new japan gets almost all of it okay
1: in okay.
0: fact in, in fact they might actually just get all of it because Even if it's, like, an El Phantasmo shirt, right? Like, he doesn't see a dime of that, I don't think. Really? If I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong about that, but, like, I think they, like, make it... I want to say something like that. Like, I think Tomatonga mentioned it before. He's like, y'all think we see money from these shirts?
2: Well, we do know you You've heard some crazy shit on on, uh, interviews before that aren't always correct, so...
0: Well, no, that was correct. I just fucking didn't have a chance... I've been sick, and I didn't have a chance to fucking find that interview.
2: All right, well, Uh, it's okay. I I
0: was excited to prove y'all wrong, and I fucking failed, and I'm sorry.
1: The reason I'm mentioning that, and we can seg into this in a little bit, but they have doubled down and reinvested in Bullet Club like we haven't seen in years.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's pretty clear why they, uh, for the Forbidden Door marketing, were very clear that, like, oh, it's like this Bullet Club, Undisputed Elite event. And it feels very much like New Japan was gearing up for that
0: bullet club knows that's the money for the you know the, the western audience yeah. and that's why they're doing it hundred percent
1: yeah they're gonna start printing some money because I mean that's been the number one story out of New Japan this year for sure is the we could say reemergence of bullet club yeah I yeah I, I know exactly that. what you mean yeah
0: well a lot of that has to be like Carl Anderson because this is like just like when Carl Anderson was in the bullet club before because even when like it was even when bullet club was at its like most popular um they didn't do a lot of like you know they had the elite they had like the splinter group and everything and like mm. they were never in the ring together waving the flag and stuff like that this is totally a carl anderson thing like you know he was in there like yo why aren't we fucking doing this like that pose was straight out of like aj styles era fin like yeah uh, you know, Prince Devitt era, like, Bullet Club, where they fucking all are, like, strong. They they stand together. So is, like, Evil not Bullet Club? Are they just their own group now, House of Torture? Like, is that even Bullet Club anymore?
2: I think it still is. They haven't, like, formally split, but it's just kind of, like, one of those things where, like, yeah. they'll probably be cast off at some point. Yeah. yeah, I was
1: waiting. Remember they were building like this. Well, when Jay White gets back, you know, what's going to happen with him and Evil? And I don't think we saw anything like that. But I will say that when they were announcing wrestlers for the G1, they would have their faction logo in the background and you would see Bullet Club. And like when Evil was announced, he had a House of Torture logo rather than a Bullet Club logo. So So I don't know. I I thought they were going to make heads or tails out of that story, and it didn't really happen. I think that's a missed opportunity, but maybe they dealt with it in a one-off confrontation or commentary, dealt with it, maybe in Japan, and we just didn't catch it.
0: At this point, I would, I'd, I'd honestly would be okay with them just like dropping it all together and just form, like letting them be part of it, and just everybody being like as strong as they could possibly be, if that's what they're going for, or just fucking split them up and just let it be the the foreigner um, group like it's always been, you know, with the one Japanese guy. Yeah, Ishimori
1: yeah, in this case.
2: Ichimori.
0: Yeah, the one thing that
2: I, I I remember they did too was there was like House of Torture was involved with like Tamatanga. When he was, you know, ostracized from the group and it was like, you know, right. he was, they were part of like the, you know, Bullet Club beatdowns of him. So, well, that
1: will have to come to a head at some point then. But so, they weren't in the ring, you know, this past pay-per-view.
0: We're kind of getting ahead know. of, we're yeah. kind of getting ahead of ourselves by talking about this. Like, we are going to talk about Dominion. So let's get, let's get, let's actually like talk about what we're going to be talking about today. Do we have any more news to cover right now? The G1? Okay, so I, yeah, we'll get into that. So we, do, we are going to be talking about Dominion today. We're going we're gonna, to uh, start off our review with that. Um, the G1 was announced um, and the participants were announced as well. And uh, uh, we'll also be covering AEW course uh, as usual. Um, so let's get into that. Y'all want to talk about the participants in the G1, and then we'll move into uh, Dominion?
2: Sure, yeah, I've got uh, a full list up here. Uh, there's kind of, like, a lot of the, the usual suspects. You've got your Okadas, your yeah. um Jay White, Will Osprey are back in it this year. Uh, but they also have, like, greatly expanded the roster of this. Apparently they saw our criticism of the Super Juniors, and were like, well, what if we just kept doing that? What if we just kept enhancing the sizes of these, of these tournaments <laughs> um, so these participants are interesting but I feel like some could probably have been cut but we've got um, some new ones like filthy Tom lawler um, who's been you know mostly in New Japan strong another new Japan strong person uh Jonah I don't think he's had any like new Japan proper events yet right
0: well uh, yeah because they did those uh, the ones that in America oh yeah 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 um, I'm surprised they didn't put Fred Rosser in the tournament because that's a guy that they seem to like a lot. They actually put out a um, – I haven't watched it yet, but they put out, like, a little documentary uh, about him um, on, their, on okay. their YouTube channel that I want to watch. They put part one out, and I want to check it out. That's cool. Um, that guy's been through a lot, man. Like, we know that he was in WWE, and uh, yep. he's one of the, like, uh, the very first, like, uh, openly gay wrestler that – people actually supported like that WWE actually Mm -hmm. supported and didn't fucking try to embarrass. And that dude's been through a lot, man. And, uh, I'm, he seems like he, like he works really hard in new Japan and I want, you know, I want to see what he's been up to. I want to see this documentary. So I'm looking forward to watching. Uh,
2: some other new ones. I believe Aaron Hanari has never been in a G1 before. He's in this one. Uh, we've got, uh, El Phantasmo is a big one. You know he seems that's to my be. favorite. Yeah. yeah. He seems to be transitioning up to like the heavyweight division, and then uh, the only AEW wrestler in this is Lance Archer, which well a little just dis- I mean like i you know Lance is a good choice but I think it's good
0: know, to see him back in the G1.
2: Yeah, it would have been nice to maybe get a couple other guys, but I kind of like get Danielson. it. Yeah, I mean I, I get why it's not Danielson, right? Like they don't want to take him off right. TV for you know a couple months. Lance got the biggest pop when they were announcing this to the live crowd. Did y'all know they that? did?
0: Yeah, he got the biggest pop, and and Phantasma got a big pop. Yeah, I think like those two got like the biggest pop. I was really surprised at Phantasma's pop, and uh, it just shows that they're they've really taken him in. Like it takes time sometimes for the the Japanese crowd. They 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 usually always respect, but like for them to really take in a wrestler, like it takes a while. And uh, you know it it really seems like they've taken him in. Uh, quite a bit. This is like the perfect timing. They seem to really be really behind uh, Phantasma, which we'll get into uh, in the review of, uh, of Dominion as well. And uh, I guess we can go right into that. I mean, we talked about like the new people. I mean, obviously the roster is just huge. Uh, we'll get into like our predictions and stuff once they announce the blocks and everything. But yeah, I mean, we're very excited. About I think they announced G1. four
2: blocks this year.
0: They announced four blocks this year. Yeah. Damn. You know what I'd like to do? You know, if we. Okay, so every year, or, or what we started doing, I say every year, but we've only done it for like one year. But we usually do like pickems and stuff. And what we started doing, and it's a really weird setup, but it's, I think it's kind of, it's it's pretty fun. We do uh, the, the Reddit pickems, and then amongst ourselves, our group of friends, we uh, do a contest. And whoever wins uh, the pickems, whoever does the best, uh, wins a t-shirt, wins a wrestling t-shirt. The caveat is that it's the worst wrestling t-shirt we can possibly find and the loser has to buy it and when the loser buys it like the the winner has to actually like take a picture wearing it which i'm still waiting for my uh for my winnings last year but yeah i think we're gonna do that again this year uh with the g1 so we'll talk about our predictions and we'll talk about the blocks whenever they get announced and maybe we should should we open it up to everybody And we got the discord coming so maybe we open it up to uh, some of our other listeners and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Maybe we could just make it like a fucking community-wide thing, a Monster Pop community-wide thing. What do we call our listeners? We call them like Monsties or something. Let's 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 not. Nah. Let's talk about <laughs> poppers. <laughs> Pop, poppers, Monster Poppers.
1: Now, Poppers is something that Joey usually. Um, uh oh. You know, when he's saying Poppers, like he's talking about something else. Because every time I come to his house. Like yo, bro, you making a lot of whipped cream over here? What the fuck? Are, what are you shooting BB guns? What? Are, where are all these fucking canisters in here? He's like, oh, oh don't worry about that.
0: What <laughs> the fuck are you talking about?
1: <laughs> People will know.
0: Nobody so, is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're outed.
0: Okay. All right. Oh, anyways, don't get uh, behind the wheel. So I think it'd be cool to uh, to um, to include uh, our listeners here. So uh, let us know what you guys think. We'll talk about it closer uh, to. Um, it actually happening. I mean, is there anybody that you're excited about in the being in the G1? I'm glad to see
1: Lawler in there. Like he's definitely earned it. He's yeah. been like a workhorse and new Japan strong. Like you, uh phantasmo being in there is going to uh, provide us with, I guess like, what are they doing? Are they doing six matches each now that there's four? Yeah.
0: Blocks? Yeah. Since there's four blocks, it looks like they're going to be doing six matches. Okay. Each.
1: So that's going to be six matches to watch, you know, with Kota Bushi, Obviously not in the G one this year. Yeah, you know we needed some athletic guys, and uh, not that they wrestled the same
2: style, but I I really I thought they were like one to one interchangeable.
1: Yeah, I mean basically if you if you didn't have your glasses on,
2: like I'm I'm pretty sure if you like you know showed Kota's mom like ELP, like she probably you know couldn't tell the difference.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ!
1: Uh, If you worked a match with Kota's mom. Oh Oh my
0: god. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, Dominion. one of this is one of their big ones. It's essentially their SummerSlam. So it's the mid year big show. So um Lots of hot potatoing of titles. And some lots of, less hot potatoing, but um lots of lots of stuff happened here. Uh, establishing uh, people who are going to be in the G one. Uh did you guys watch the you guys watch the whole show?
2: Uh kinda. I, I mean, I skipped around. Like the first match, um it was what, three United Empire guys versus Master Masterwato Teguchi and Tenzan, yeah. I am like
0: yeah. I skip I skip, yeah I skipped that too.
2: I watched it. You know what? Master Wato getting better. I think
1: being in the best of the Super Juniors, he looked a lot more confident. He didn't look lost. He looked his face didn't have a okay. scary. He didn't look expression.
0: lost. Okay, I did watch like ten seconds of the match, and that is not what I saw. <laughs> dude, he definitely <laughs> like, dude.
1: No, he's he's definitely improved. Like he looks is just his his facial expression exudes more confidence than than before. Commentary was putting over that yeah, he's gotten better. Well, His shit looked smooth. It looked good. Like he—he's not, you know, he was never redefining. bad He was never bad. Yeah, but it's just I'm just saying, else. like
0: he's not. When you say he looks more confident, that's like that's like being the nicest guy in prison. Like it's what? Oh my yeah, God. that's not
1: necessarily <laughs> the analogy that
2: fits right here. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Okay, it's like you just love like, that analogy. You like you just force do, it. It's in.
0: I don't know. That's a good. I, one. I, I didn't but, say he
1: was the best guy in a match full of like scrubs or something. That's when you. I'm just that saying one out. that.
0: But, I'm just saying it's not saying much when when you say that he had more confidence.
1: What what you're saying is he had nowhere to go but up, and so, uh, but I'm saying he has gone up. So that's, went, that's, that's good.
0: He, he went. He went from having negative twenty confidence to like negative ten. He looked
1: rate. for a young Fantastic. guy who is not far off of excursion and not too far from being like you know, a young lion or whatever, or, you know, a juniors guy, he looked good. And I think he actually has a, he has a chance to have a future. That's all I'm saying. All this stuff looked really clean and smooth. He didn't embarrass anybody. Um, He's got, it it looked like a new guy to me and I didn't watch best of the super juniors. So I, I didn't see his matches there, but he looked like a new guy to me. Good for him. That's something.
0: I think this was the only match that I skipped, I think.
1: Okay. And and you know what? This was okay. I thought the tag matches that we normally kind of groan and bitch about were a little bit better than they typically are. And, you know, it could be because of some new faces and things that still have uh, yet to prove themselves in New Japan proper. And I thought effort level was pretty high for these. And uh I was entertained. And I'm not always entertained by these opening
2: tag matches on New Japan cards. Yeah. And then the... Uh... The only other, like, you know, sort of prelim tag match was the next one, which was LIJ, uh, consisting of Naito, Hiromu, and Bushi, versus uh, Bullet Club with ELP, Ishimori, and the new uh, member Ace Austin. This was, I I think this was better than uh, the first one from what I had seen of the first one. I mean, it's just a better collection of guys in general, too. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the big story here is that ELP is the one who picks up the win. I mean, there was like a sort of a tag team maneuver with him and uh, yeah. Ace Austin, but ELP gets the win. Uh, it seems like they're sort of transitioning him to maybe some bigger and better things, but they still kept calling him a junior on commentary. So they did, yeah. Well, they had they've
1: been juniors up until now, so I mean, yeah. it, you know, they may have not necessarily fucking like put that comment through a purity test or whatever, but yeah, that's what be. they're saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I—I I mean, ELP is hundred percent heavyweight. I mean, he's clearly tra- been transitioning for a minute, and now he's—he's he's, uh, going full heavyweight. It's very obvious. It's very clear. I'm surprised uh, they wanted, uh, him, they wanted him to not the... trans-
2: transitioning too, though. To be honest, we Me thought too, he yeah. was
0: going to, but they kind of did that at like they kind of put him back in juniors out of necessity. It seemed like mm-hmm. like it, but it seemed like that's where it was going, and I don't know if like the pandemic and. The lack of people that they could have in the Lij that could be a junior. I mean, mm-hmm. like it was. Uh, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's unfortunate, but yeah, I thought that's where they were going to. But ALP is hundred percent. That's like exactly where he's going. Uh, they seem to be really behind him by giving him the big win. Uh, that was a big win too. Naito was involved and everything, so he wasn't uh, the one pinned. But yeah, he wasn't the one pinned. But you know, he's in the match. He's a big star, and he's you know their team lost and you just felt it like you felt it like that like they put a lot of stock into him i don't i mean he's obviously not going to win the g1 but he to me i've been saying it for a long time he's got that kenny omega spot like he's that good and he's coming up he's got like a lot of personality like that and then people are going to start seeing him that way um pretty soon i mean the same trajectory that kenny had like from the junior heavyweight division and got a shot in the g1 and did really well and surprised everybody and that dude's on his way and i've been saying it for a long time elp is going to be a guy that we're talking about in the main event in like two years
2: well next up we had uh doc gallows versus and just kind of a match uh this oh, the opening of this match we are greeted with joey's favorite theme in all of professional wrestling
0: oh my god that fucking um that uh that dick rock uh <laughs> luke gallows fucking song yep. oh my god <laughs> so bad that might be the worst theme in all of wrestling besides the matt hardy theme
2: uh, i don't know man this is this is pretty bad but uh
1: bobby fish kyle Riley, is my vote for fucking worst entrance music.
0: really the the fucking fake misfits song i uh, I, I think it's better i don't even know than if it's, it's good misfits brothers. man it's there's no yeah. way there's yeah it's fake Danzig. Song. there's there's um you need like have you heard the fucking you've heard the good brothers fucking yeah, theme right it's bad but that's man, worse
1: that fucking voice comes on wailing on the fucking on red dragon's <laughs> entrance and I'm just At least he's got like some
2: energy. Up. Like the good brothers was just like
3: Wah. like
2: Wah. <laughs> I hate uh, you know it.
0: So much. You know who else?
1: You know who else's fucking music sucks? Tony Storm. Like that I bad I don't
0: even rem- I don't even remember what it's it sounds like. like.
1: The, it's like um girl vocal cock rock sound and stuff, but like fucking bottom of the fucking chaff pile, man real bad like new metal style no no no, like 80s hair metal like oh metal circles, but like war like the worst of the worst
0: oh no but uh
2: yeah i kind of thought this this match was just sort of uh, not really much there yana wins with a roll up yeah it,
0: this, sh- this should have yeah. been a skipper right here this was terrible
2: mm-hmm. i would have skipped this if
1: if it would have been easier on the app
0: i thought it might be funny it might have been like funny because like luke gals is pretty funny I, I thought it mm-hmm. might have been okay, but no, this was terrible, and it was fast. Honestly, quick. this
2: would have been better if it was like part of what? The, what the fuck was the the Good Brothers thing that they did? Shop and Pro? Pro what was the fuck was it called?
0: Talking Shop, Talking Shop and Mania. Yeah, they, they, like yeah. They, like if they
2: did that on that, I'm sure it probably would have been really funny. But here it was. Yeah, yeah, it was just really. It was too conventional.
0: Also, like uh, I was thinking, like man, if Tor is going to be on the Forbidden Door? And is he gonna wrestle like Danhausen? I've been thinking or...
2: about that since day one.
0: Really? Like I would love to see him with Col- against Colt Cabana. That would be the best match. And but you know
1: we've seen that before though, and it was it was okay.
0: That's true. And the more I think about it, the matter I get about Colt Cabana not being, you know, booked because of CM Punk and shit. So. We don't know that that's officially the reason. That's what I'm hearing, man. That's that's well,
1: they they weren't exactly like doing a lot with him before. Like he would come out with Dark Order and be another guy in the ring.
0: But also, they had been talking about like there's. I've been thinking about this. So like they had known that CM Punk was coming in since before the pandemic, and he didn't want to come in whenever there was no crowd. So they knew he was coming, which is around the same time that they just stopped using Colt Cabana. Like they just saw the writing on the wall.
1: They kept using him for a while, and about hmm. the same with about the same level of prevalence that they had before. Uh, he was still coming out with Dark Order. He still had that match with Danielson in Chicago, where it was pretty That's much squash match yeah. when he was going through the Dark Order. That's true. Um, but
2: I don't. I don't know. Um, oh, that was technically after Punk, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was after. Yeah. Punk. Yeah. Was Punk, Punk wait. Was-
0: yeah, that's right. I forgot about Punk that. Punk came
1: before Danielson. Yeah. I don't know. I just. And then they used him in Ring of Honor. Was that a dark match,
0: though? That yes. was a dark yes, match. Was. Yeah, it wasn't okay. even. Yeah, it was. I think their like plan that. is
2: to use him for Ring of Honor once that, like. But, like, clearly, you know, that's sort of if it, in If it never
0: happens, though.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, is that their plans for Brian Cage, too? We haven't seen him. Does Punk keeping Brian Cage off TV, too?
0: Yeah, they have people that are earmarked for ring of honor but if it never if it never comes to fruition then what happens to those guys i just like i just think that fucking colt cabana should be a guy that somebody's using in in any company and i can't believe that this is happening to him
1: Uh, well you know it sucks
2: you're right and it's happened to a lot of guys that are you know on his level too next up we had zuki goon versus the house of torture for the never open six-man title uh this was kind of another match that was sort of like Buy numbers for the guys involved. House of Torture does a lot of their cheating stuff. Um, familiar spots. Uh, I, I kind of like the uh, when they're doing uh, when Evil does like the stretcher thing and like the he's got like the chain of like his guys just like pulling him for leverage.
0: It's real corny. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. super
2: corny. Of course, you get you know the Timekeeper bumps uh, classics, and eventually Show wins. Uh, they're telling a story that he has a loaded boot now, so ripped right from elp's story i guess he hits that um except like i think his like they're like it's up like the whole leg or something which like i don't know how that fucking works but yeah so he hits that uh hits the uh shock arrow driver and picks up the pin and they retain the championship
0: the shock arrow driver jesus that's what straight, they called him straight zelda reference
2: i didn't think that that was I yeah i didn't know that, know that either it but
0: is like is it th- isn't that his whole thing like he's like a like video game guy or something I mean, yeah.
2: it's hard to say. There's so many wrestlers who just like base a lot of their gimmicks on pop culture. I, I don't honestly know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a hundred percent what okay. that is. Like Fair enough. the shock arrows from from uh the last sell of the game.
2: Anything else we have to say about this match?
0: No, I, I honestly like I've been a guy that I I really liked uh evil for a while there, but whatever they've been doing and the separation from the bullet club stuff, I couldn't be less interested in what they're doing.
2: Yeah, I mean, it it just feels sort of directionless, like they have, and I mean, it's kind of just, I mean, I I think New Japan's undercard just has general issues, but like these are champions, and you just like don't care.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was not exciting at all. But the six man tag team championship has never been exciting, never, not never, not even when it came out.
2: Well, it is the never open weight title. Good yeah, one. There you go.
1: It's never <laughs> interesting. Maybe that's what that means. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Next up, we had another tag championship match. This is one for just the IWGP Tag Championships. Uh, Jeff Cobb and the Great O'Conn versus uh, Chase Owens and Bad Luck Fale. <laughs> I thought this was kind of weird. Like just seeing the United Empire guys, like full on baby faces, like. Seeing, like, Great O'Conn and, like, this baby face apparel peril moment. And, like, the crowd's, like, really behind him. It's just so weird with, like, these characters in this role. You're right. Yeah, this mix was, um, it,
1: it was almost like oil and water. I like, to a degree, everyone in this match, especially Jeff Cobb. I'm not surprised that United Empire gets the belts. Obviously, they're oh, yeah. showing up on AEW TV. For so sure. It's going to look better with, with them as tag
2: champions yeah. going into. 100%. Bindor. I, I did have one thing I was gonna mention um, during Osprey's Rampage promo. I thought this was really weird that he put over Ozzy Open as like the best tag team in the world. It's like, but your other in faction tag team are the champions.
0: I think it was more to be to to take a dig at FTR, who's right. But still, it just
2: kind of like in like this macro continuity sense. I thought it was strange. They didn't purity test that comment either.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I, I agree with you on this match. Like, there was not much they could do. They just needed to get the titles onto uh, United Empire as quick as they could. Um, also, like, I just... When I watched this match, all I wanted to see was Jeff Cobb do something crazy to Bad Luck like Paul A. That's all I wanted to see.
2: They teased it.
1: The
0: it. Fucking, yeah, they teased it. But what was crazy is in the fucking video package, they showed him body slam. Uh, they showed him body slam for... Uh, bad luck fall a, but he didn't even body slam him in the match. Yeah, it was just he kept going of... for it and I was like, wait, they payoff was during the fucking build up. Yeah. Well like they like
2: this is like hot potatoing, right? Like they United Empire was a champions, then they lost the DC yeah. show to these guys and then they, you know, got the titles back at the first opportunity.
1: Everybody who buys a ticket sees a title change.
0: There are some things that it's just okay. You can you can hot potato like one of your titles around that's not so bad like you can have constant changes what about almost all of them
2: because that's kind of where we're at here
0: i mean are they hot potatoing them or i guess they kind of are yeah
2: uh next up we had uh tanahashi versus uh goto for the uh qualifier match for the AEW interim title match this was super predictable obviously tanahashi wins but I, i thought it was a pretty solid match overall
0: yeah, it was good. It was real solid. Yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, they did not fucking take a break, so.
2: Yeah, like, we made jokes about, you know, like,
0: yeah, like, no one
2: really wants to see Goto at Forbidden Door, uh, in that match, at least. He's not bad as a wrestler. Like, he's a very good, like, tactical all yeah, no, Not at all, yeah. he's awesome. He just doesn't have, like,
0: the star power that you really need to, like, you know, sell, like, that main event. I mean, he's a gatekeeper, you know? Like, we've talked about that before. He's a gatekeeper, and he's just, he's the guy that people beat. On the way to beat somebody else
1: yeah and i think his time as uh you know uh being a potential top guy is coming and gone i think he won the g1 in 2008.
0: he's not as good as a key- gatekeeper as like say ishii though either because people fucking mm. believe in ishii
1: i believe he's gonna win the g1 this year
0: <laughs> god i wish i have faith wouldn't that, wouldn't that be something
1: like mark twain said faith is believing in what you know ain't so
2: yeah i guess so ishii wasn't on the show was he now that i think about it
0: no he maybe he's head to america you know he's he's gonna be in the okay so he's okay we'll talk about that we'll get to that yeah we'll get
2: to that part all right so we have then shingo takagi versus taichi um for the king of pro wrestling uh provisional championship uh this was um obviously all these uh King of Pro wrestling matches have like these interesting stipulations, and this was a 10-minute unlimited count match, which basically just means there's a time limit and whoever like has like the higher like you know pinfall counts, um, or like you know, like the you know, when they count the one, two, three, like however long that is, that's just added to this count. So I thought that was kind of an interesting stipulation, added some interesting psychology. Uh, I was surprised, like, so Takagi is, like, the one who has, like, kind of, like, the more the more uh, early dominance and whatnot. He wins with 11 points, but, like, near the end of the match, Taichi was kind of making a comeback. And I don't know if they're, like, continuing this feud, like, they're building, like, that, you know, Taichi gets closer and closer. Or if this is, like, it's after their uh, other match as well, like, the, was it the 30
0: count or 20 count? I mean, this was awesome. I fucking love this a lot. It had the yeah. finish
1: where... Taichi was going for the tying cover, and um, Shingo was able to kick out before the one count for the win. So it had that like last second drama that the last match had as well. Yeah, which is fine. You know, you know they're gonna probably do that. They're probably not gonna have it be like eleven to seven final where Taichi doesn't get you know the last get any hope really in the last thirty seconds. Mm -hmm. But uh, I like I like this shit. Yeah.
0: The pace that they were working and the frantic like countdown and like Taishi had to fucking catch up and there were like the one counts and the fucking no counts and the two counts mixed in here and there. Like it was this was exciting. Yeah. It really felt like both guys were really trying to win like man this was freaking awesome i i wasn't sure how it was going to be at first i felt like it might be too confusing but no they did a great job which
1: which did you like better the the timer whoever has most at the end of the of the time limit or the race to 30 um i thought
0: this one was better I yeah i think it's yeah. i think it's
2: more interesting just because like you know exactly where it's going to end you just don't know mm. how it will yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. the other one, it's kind of like, well, you know, like and I think both work. Like I think both are actually like a stipulation that I think, you know, maybe should be thrown around and done more for like different matches for like yeah, various reasons. I think they're I honestly think both are more interesting than like a normal Iron Man match. This is be better. Honest.
0: Yeah. It's better than an Iron Man match because Iron Man matches have completely like lost their fucking luster. Man, because, yeah, it
1: feels like you've done every possible combination yeah. you can do there.
0: Well if you don't do if you don't do an hour, how's it an Ironman match? Because matches uh, like big minute, matches uh, often 30 go 30 minute, minutes uh, yeah. anyways. Yeah. And so like so like whenever they do I always think it's so stupid whenever they do um Ironman matches for only thirty minutes, it's fucking stupid because I don't know, it's fucking terrible. So this is this sets it up to where well, to, to be, be the fair, the scoring. only company
2: that really does 30-minute Iron Man matches, those are pretty much the time limit of their matches. Yeah, maybe,
3: that
1: too. Maybe Hogan and Flair can can do this oh match, and they can have, like, two minutes on the
0: clock. Oh, my God. Speaking it's of that,
2: a- did you see uh, what, uh, I think it was uh, Gerald Briscoe, what he had said about that? Like, where he's like, I don't want to get involved because, like, he's got a pacemaker, and, like, he takes, like, one chop wrong, like, he's fucking dead. Oh, my Oh, my God. God.
0: I mean we oh, saw no. we saw Ric Flair doing bumps with Jay Lethal and shit like that and taking chops and yeah. I don't think it's as fucking dangerous as he thinks. I mean I, I mean it, it might be, but i not really I'm not Yeah,
1: he might have to go in and get his pacemaker, pay uh he might go and get his pacemaker readjusted.
0: I don't know. <laughs> that aside, you know, AEW's done a thirty minute Ironman match as well. Oh, they did it on T V. With Who the, was Pockin? not really remember. It, it. was Pockin, and, Pockin, and, Pockin and Omega. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, And they referenced yeah, like,
1: that. They referenced that on AW TV this week yeah. about pock's yeah. Iron Man match, and yeah. And I, and I had that.
0: Come on, like it doesn't make thirty so minutes. This setup with the ten minutes, even if you did it longer, it would work. Like if you did fifteen minutes, it would work. Like it's faster paced You're still got the scoring stuff going on. You're glued to the screen because you don't have a whole lot of time. You're watching the ten minute. you want to see what happens. You wanna see the scoring, you wanna follow it. It's it was awesome. I was glued to this. It was so fun. Well and watch.
2: like I, I said this about like the first uh match that they had when it was like the count to thirty or whatever. But uh Yeah. I liked that like one of the things that I think like really works with this like thing is that roll ups and stuff like that actually like have a meaning. Like like all those like kind of like lazy pin attempts that you see like You know, usually, like, the really good wrestlers don't do it, but, like, a lot of matches, you'll just see, like, oh, like, this guy went for a pin attempt and is shocked that, like, it didn't work on a move that he's never ended a match with. Whereas here, it's, like, yeah, like, reasonably speaking, like, you know, sure, like, if the Bucks kicks someone, yeah, go for that pin and, like, you know, get, like, a one or two count just to, like, put points on the board. Yeah, it totally makes those pins,
1: um, those pin ball attempts or whatever mean something where normally you're just, like, you know, no one's laying down for the three on that drop kick. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: So here, though it it counts. It's cool. We should see this more often. You're right. Next up, we had Tamatonga versus Carl Anderson for the never open weight title. I didn't actually catch most of this match. Um, I was a little distracted. So if someone else wants to, uh...
0: this this was good. I haven't seen a match this good from. Uh... Carl Anderson in a very long time, if ever. <laughs> like, oh, well, I, I, I say ever, but it, it's more like you know, this is that's how he was last. working. And yeah, it's like how he was working in New Japan before. I thought this was awesome. Uh, Tomatonga looked really good. Uh, they had a good match. There, I felt like there was a lack of heat, despite there being there should have, there should have been more heat for what's going on between them. But mm-hmm. um, but as I a agree. match yeah, as a that's... match, it was real good thought it was good
1: and uh you're right there should have been more venom right mm-hmm. with uh the you know the bullet club yeah ouster or whatever probably not going to remember it you know unless i until i'm comparing it against you know the next fucking carl anderson match or his next, yeah. his title defense as he wins the belt here and bullet club is um it's totally coming back like in a huge way like they've got all the gold and they're just dominating right now well, everything but the tag paying, titles, which money. they did lose. But yeah, they, you're right; they did lose that. That's true.
2: Then we um, had Will Osprey versus Sonata for the vacated IWGP US Championship. Why did they vacate this? Because uh,
1: Juice had uh, appendicitis and he's got he had to have surgery. I think. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had yeah. to have
2: surgery, so he's stuck in America. It so, yeah. just seems I don't I mean, like they had their, one of their previous US champions like was gone for like. The entire pandemic. Not his fault, but like they didn't vacate it. Yeah, my guess is that
1: he was going to lose it at this match. Uh, uh, sorry, at, that he was going to lose it at Dominion. So because he couldn't be there to lose it, like um, they had to do this.
0: I mean, he was 100% going to lose, the, lose it at Dominion for sure. After just picking yeah. it up. Yeah. Yeah. They, they wanted they wanted to put that on Osprey. Yeah, you, you 100% wanted that on Osprey. Yeah, it makes sense.
2: So yeah, like Osprey obviously wins. Um Pretty good match, I thought. Uh, any other thoughts? I agree. This was really solid. I mean, uh, Osprey is also coming back
1: from um, from some health issues as well. I think he had some some kidney issues. Is that right? Oh shit! Yeah, I think yeah he had like a kidney issue. Um, yeah, so he's just getting. He's not even at a hundred percent. He's just getting getting back. Um, we we kind of have to remember that when we're when we're grading his matches of late, and hopefully by forbidden door will you know he'll be at or close to 100
2: percent uh then of course we have the main event okada versus jay what did white
0: but what, what did you guys think i mean the match was great right yeah i thought it was really good yeah, yeah i thought like it mm-hmm. i was like wanting it not to end it was so good oh shit! Sure. Uh, okay. it was so, it was just so short i thought it was really short and maybe they didn't have enough time or maybe that was uh it was weird
2: a lot of the matches on the show felt like they just were like boom mm-hmm. boom boom like we're done and, yeah like, you know Pick up your title, get the fuck out of the ring. Like, got a show to put on. It was kind of, it was weirdly paced. Yeah, it was good. I mean, this match was fucking
0: awesome. So, with that said, I never. It was a long show, and I never felt the length of the show. I watched it in one sitting, and maybe that has to do with. Maybe it has to do with like return to form for what New Japan shows are supposed to be like. You know, Mm -hmm. besides the first match, I didn't want to skip anything, even the stuff that wasn't so good. Sometimes you have to watch it. You know, no, it's
2: not so good yeah it's true (laughs) then we had of course the main event Kasuchika Okada versus Jay White for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship uh this was definitely the match of the uh the card for sure Uh, yeah this was really good stuff um White obviously wins um he cuts like a, a great promo uh afterwards especially the backstage one um a lot of Forbidden Door stuff um you know, talks about you know kind of runs down hangman a bit and then you know
0: congratulates cole because you know they're you know at least in kayfabe friends i felt like in my soul that this was going to be the result i just i just knew it in my in my fucking soul but the outcome still fucking surprised me
2: yeah and, like uh, i mean it's kind of a quicker like turnaround on the uh title than uh what we've we are typically used to i guess from new japan i mean yeah ever since they've had this uh the world heavyweight title. They've. I mean, they've. This is has been a little cursed with uh, shorter reigns for
0: various reasons and whatnot. But well, truth be told, and I know we're kind of doing it out of order because Dominion happened after uh, the AEW shows. But when Hangman asked for Okada, I was like, ugh, like I don't, I, really? I like, I don't want to see Hangman versus Okada. I want to see Hangman versus Danielson, or hang or not, not Hangman versus Danielson. I want to see Danielson I've versus Okada. I want to see, like, the best wrestler go against Okada. You know what I mean? Like, that's the dream match that we want to have. And I was thinking that, and I was like, man, how cool would it be if Jay White won here, and he's like, fuck you, you don't get Okada, you have to deal with me, you know, and he's the he's the heel, you know. But even he, then, um, he said, like, you know, you don't deserve a title shot, so. Yeah, you don't deserve a title shot and call him a stupid cowboy bitch. Yeah. I obviously think that he's still going to end up, I mean, that's what he says, but I obviously think that he's going to end up uh, defending against hangman hangman and jay white sounds like a way better match yeah I mean, uh, here's still, like your heel big baby, baby
2: face match. versus mega heel yeah. like
0: it fits so much better i mean with uh hangman's also a former member of the bullet club yep, and mm-hmm. all that stuff and like there's it's so it fits so much better and that opens up okada, he's had so. he's had
1: beef with uh you know undisputed elite that too yeah so yeah it all that all ties in that all makes
0: sense and that opens up okada to wrestle Fucking literally anyone else and it's not that i don't think hangman's good i just don't think he's on the same level as a danielson or something you know i want to see that and i know people are saying like danielson versus zsj but come on dude like it's got to be it's got to be fucking danielson versus well Obama, i mean right? i mean,
2: i know this is you're gonna groan at this but like when hangman issued that
0: challenge someone else had interrupted first um adam cole he did he did interrupt first but he also said like jay white's gonna win that belt right like he advocated for jay white right but
2: he also said like you know like if you know like i should be the one like getting like those opportunities so what if we get hangman versus jay white and adam cole versus okada man
0: dude if we got adam cole versus okada that's way worse than uh hangman, hangman versus okada oh my god please don't do adam cole versus okada please Dude, give us danielson
1: fucking, they just might fucking do that they
0: fucking suck his dick so fucking hard i that think they would and, do you know, that over danielson
1: we've, we, we've all kind of come around on adam cole's run in a not that much
0: i'm not there yet but well, what, it, what if
1: this much, is what right,
2: what gets yeah. you there like what if like he puts on like the surprise banger with okada and you're like you know what
0: i've really underrated him I'm still going to want to am- see yeah. what I mean, he's still 20 times the wrestler or he's still not, not like Danielson is still 20 times the wrestler that he is like it's I still yeah. want to see Danielson versus uh, versus Okada like well, everybody like everybody wants to see that right and I'm also mad about Ishii too like they're going to throw him in this fucking match.
2: we'll get to that
0: Jesus I'm so mad about that okay, and we don't we know that's too. Ishii it could be all could right. be Hanma okay all right
1: you know, but they've already fucking put Adam Cole over Ishii on
0: TV. So yeah, they have. Like but
1: they're, they You knew they weren't going to give him a big. No, big I. Spot, but I'm it would just. I'm nice just talking about.
0: I'm talking about like the the dream matches that we want to see. I want to see do Wouldn't you rather? See, you don't want to see Ishii throw into a fucking multi man
1: match. No, no, not me. No. But I'm saying where. What is his status? You know how does AW see him? They see him as a guide to. To lose well, to fucking, Adam Cole on TV. Well, he
2: but he could have been a guy to lose to Samoa Joe, too.
0: Yeah, it could have been Samoa Joe or something. Like, it could yeah. have been, like, fucking literally any, anywhere. Like, not having an Ishii singles match on this card is a fucking crime. I mean I agree, I, I but, I think I mean... I, I will
2: kind of... Because like, I've been thinking about this for Bindor a lot lately, that, like, it's not a one-off event. Okay, fair enough. So I, I think that we're going to get, you know, some of these matches eventually. Like, it's there's so many dream matches, like... Oftentimes with overlapping people, right? You know, like yeah, like you know Brian Danielson, ZSJ, Brian Danielson, you know Okada, like you know, there's like all these like overlaps. I think we will still have opportunities to get those. Don't you want to pull out all the stops though in your? First yeah, I mean, to I go? get that, but you know, there's we'll see. Like, I mean, the card's still materializing. I mean, they're they're gonna have to go pretty quick. Like, it's in uh, two weeks from now, um, yeah, or, like two and a half weeks more likely. But like, you know. This week we'll have to see how they build into it. Um, you know, they're still like you know maintaining their own storylines, and we'll talk about that when we get into like the uh, Dynamite and Rampages reviews uh, this week. But yeah, like you know, this card's still materializing. We'll see what all they you know end up putting on the card. I mean, dude, we're not even hundred percent sure Okada's going to be on the card. You can't imagine yeah. it
1: him not being on the card. But you know, right now, and and they did mention him on TV, so that bodes mm-hmm. well yeah but man like we also thought there's no way they kept mjf off tv this week too so i i don't know yeah um, so right now with okada being like he, he's still the marquee guy that everyone's like speculating oh who's right. gonna face okada who's gonna face okada so outside of danielson I'm, and i'm fine with danielson zach saber jr i'm actually to me that's just as well as as uh danielson okada i'm Perfectly fine with either one of those, as long as they do one of those. Maybe I um, Kenny Omega but, return, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Jay White did make a few shots at Kenny.
2: Mm-hmm. Um yeah. But that's that yeah. I mean that mean that, anything, that could but... be just you know like sort of mm, acknowledging the history sure. and whatnot. And he you know ran mm. down the history where he you know he kind of takes credit
0: for the formation of the company.
1: Well, he called himself the real the real belt right. collector. Out so
0: outside of uh, he took a shot at everybody. At, by the way, like that promo. Yeah. yeah. He, oh, he took a shot at everyone. Like he it was he, great. Yeah, it was, he's goddamn. He's so good. Okay, man. so
1: when he's when he's doing his post match mic work in the ring, he's he did something really weird where he's challenging the fans to use their voices when they're not supposed to, and keeps putting yeah. the mic out and keeps taunting them to <laughs> to say something. He's like Okada, Jay, anything, say anything. He just wanted to. It's it's very weird, but I also <laughs> really
0: liked it. Might be his yeah. last opportunity to do that, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He we do we even do we even cover that that he won in the in the review? Yeah, <laughs> did we move, Did we go on a tangent? Okay, this match was fantastic.
1: And like a lot of Okada and Jay White matches, it mm-hmm. it's kind of paced to build like a, a snowball rolling down a hill. Mm-hmm. Where you know we had like a, a softer opening, and by the end of it, it's just like holy shit! And it finish. got yeah, it got so me, dude. Good.
0: It got me. The finish was so good, and I fucking gassed when it happened. I, I, I had a feeling that it was going to happen this way, and I still fucking, like, gasped. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I fucking couldn't believe it.
1: I was being really careful to avoid spoilers. I didn't turn on Twitter. But there's yeah. that guy that does those J-Crowned books who does sketches, and yeah. uh, I did turn on Instagram, and he had done a sketch of Jay White, like, holding the belt up. And oh, I was like, oh, no, there it
0: is. <laughs> Damn it. I watched it as soon as I woke up. Like, I woke up in the morning... And went to the living room, chilled on the couch. I put it on, and I fucking just started watching. I was, I did, I did not want to miss that show. It's, you know, it's like missing a SummerSlam or something like that. If when WWE was good,
2: I was like missing a Summer Slam. Like who, who? Yeah. Who could do that? You know, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we're gonna skip that shit. I, I was like, man, uh,
2: if you're signing us up to, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Summer I'm like, fuck. No. You.
0: <laughs> no. No. Summer no. SummerSlam party. SummerSlam <laughs> fucking watch party.
1: And we'll watch SummerSlam '92 instead.
0: But there we go, you know. I right.
2: before we get into the uh, AEW reviews, I you know, I, I don't know why we uh, forgot to put this over. This is our twentieth official episode. This is episode Ooh, twenty.
0: Twenty episodes,
2: damn. I, we obviously had what uh, three special episodes. Yeah, but this is the official, like the numerical episode
0: twenty. Thank you, everybody, for uh, for joining us on this uh, on this journey. And here's to uh, twenty more, at least. Yeah. I'm having fun. I'm having fun on this podcast. Are y'all?
1: Yeah, it's fun. I view it like uh kind of like, you know, community service. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, well, I'm having a good time. You know, but man <laughs> parole's almost over. My yeah. Am I getting double hours here? <laughs> no, um we've already talked about Bullet Club being back. This is when it really comes to fruition when they're on the ring. Jay White's got the belt. Jay White is as good of a leader as I think they've ever had in terms of mic skills and in-ring skills. He's as good yeah. as Omega, in my opinion. Yeah, he's he's better than um, Omega
0: on the mic, for sure.
1: Probably better than Omega on the mic, yeah. He doesn't do anything weird. He, he does interesting things and different things and new things, but uh, it all works. He's great. Like He's fucking great. And when he's holding the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, I'm just thinking, yeah, this is... The most important belt in wrestling. This is more important than the AEW championship mm-hmm. to me. Um, it still is. It's the most important title, and it's on the right guy, right? Not that Okada was the wrong guy, but if you're gonna pass it to somebody, you know he's one of the you know five guys in the world that this should be on. Mm-hmm. So they're getting it right. Bullet Club's all in the ring. You've got LP in there. You've got Ace Austin, and, and I think you mentioned that he was a good addition to Bullet Club Joey. Yeah,
0: you know, I forgot to mention that earlier. Yeah, I, I, I was going to ask you what you thought about him. Because I, I remember, okay, so I, I first saw him in Impact. I think we saw him in Impact when we went to, yeah. to, to see the show and everything. And, like, um, I thought he was really good, uh, extremely talented, and just, like, he fucking oozes Bullet Club. Like, he looks like a Bullet Club guy. Like, there was nowhere else they could have put him if they were going to start using him in New Japan. And I'm kind of happy to see him get his due, and like watching him in the ring and the stuff that he was doing, I was like, man, he just fits. Like he just not he's just also, Bullet he, Club, but he fits yeah. in New Japan. Like he was perfectly like like just perfectly he, chosen. He does
1: look like he should be in Bullet Club, but he also looks like he
2: should be in some like modern cock rock fucking band. <laughs> well, he's from or Ohio, he's, so who's to say oh, that those okay. who's to say that those things are not mutually
1: exclusive. Right? He's like, anytime he needs a groupie, he just goes up to Hot Topic, and they recognize him. Anyway, um, Bullet Club is fucking strong. Jay White is a strong leader. They're going to continue to print money on Bullet Club shirts. It had grown stale for a little while. That's over with. They're back yeah. in a big way. Biggest story in, re- in New Japan this year was the reemergence, if not if not all of wrestling. It's just been awesome.
0: Yeah, you know it's fucking popping off again because there's that... Remember when we were at... Uh, and Dreddy, and we were about to race. Like, I, a dude fucking recognized the, my Bullet Club shirt. That's I, had right, a, yeah. I had an Phantasmo shirt on. And this dude fucking was like, oh my God, is that Bullet Club? And he was like, oh, dude, I love wrestling and stuff like that. And it was dude, cool.
1: when Joey was coming around the track, that guy was out by the track, and Joey was driving so slow that they were able to do the two sweet little fucking finger touch as he, he oh rode God. by.
0: <laughs> I was going slow, but like, you know what? I wasn't last place. So. Well dynamite yeah uh aw dynamite uh june 8th
2: 2022 we open up with the casino battle royal to determine the challenger for uh john moxley in the main event for the person who goes on to forbidden door to compete for the aw interim world title um yes that is a mouthful um i did not deliver it with the same level of vigor or speed that excalibur did and i apologize Anyway, so the C E O battle royal for you know refresh on the rules. That's where you you have like basically groups of like five guys enter at the same time. So the first group is Eddie Kingston, Darby Allen, Tony Nese, uh Daniel Garcia, and Lance Archer. They kind of you know, and this like I thought the the beginning was a little annoying because it had a lot of that like you know people are on the outside but they weren't eliminated. Um, stuff, but they kind of fixed that later on, but then you ended up with, you know, just like 20 guys in the ring at the same time. Yeah, Ricky. they were
1: they were very stingy with the eliminations early on.
2: Yeah, like overly stingy, I think, considering, like, who got a lot of the eliminations, um, and they came in relatively early. So the second group was Ricky Starks, Jake Hager, Ray Phoenix, Swerve Strickland, and Keith Lee. Swerve and Lee take out Tony Neese, he's the first eliminated... Then you get uh, Keith Lee and Lance Archer staring down. Um, and I was going to ask you, Joey, like, I know you trained with Lance and you also trained at the same place that Keith Lee did. Was that the other school or was that with Lance Archer?
0: Keith trained at Killerton Bricks- Brooks' school. Okay. And he came to, like, train a little bit over at where I trained and over uh, at XCW, uh, where I also did some training as well. So like, but as far as like where we started out, we started out at different places, but they a hundred percent know each other and they definitely wrestled each other before.
2: Sure. Really I, Texas, I just, so. I just wasn't sure like the level of history that they've had. Right. Yeah. Um, they dated.
0: It just didn't, it just <laughs> wasn't for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We talked, we talked about Lance being on that eliminate show, haven't we? I don't oh think we God. have on the show. I think you yeah. mentioned this, but yeah. yeah, not on the show. Yeah. We oh shit. That. Yeah. It, it's out there somewhere. I don't know if I, I don't know if we can find it, but he's definitely out. It's definitely out there. Was Keith um, Lee on there too, or can I say I don't know? No, he definitely wasn't. But um, I want to say how fucking much I hate this format for a battle royal. This is this battle royal sucked as far as like a battle royal goes. I think like okay, the best battle royal I've seen that's not like a Royal Rumble is the All In battle royal and when that when that happened and they said oh we're gonna do the casino battle royal blah blah blah. i was looking forward to it. i was like oh we're gonna get another battle royal because that shit was so fucking good and then they haven't done one good since like there hasn't yeah. been a good was battle that the royal. same
1: format where they were bringing guys in four at a time
0: no so the so the all-in one they literally just started all in the ring like everybody was in there and they just had stuff planned people got shine they had fucking like like everybody was like uh highlighted actually they didn't start in the ring everybody started outside the ring and everybody had to slide in and uh if i remember correctly and that man it was so good and that's on youtube it's free it's on youtube if you want to see what i'm talking about but this fucking format that they do where they have five people coming out and nobody gets shine and you hear people's music playing you can't fucking keep up with who's coming out and being excited for them it's just a fucking distraction it's a clusterfuck it's too hard to follow and is it more of a
1: clusterfuck than having everybody in the ring at the same time though to start no yes
0: because at least nobody's music okay it is less a clusterfuck but it's still a clusterfuck but at least you're focusing on what's happening in the ring and not like something that's happening elsewhere so at least you could fucking keep an eye on it if you watch that if you watch that all in battle royale you'll see how it should be fucking done like it's perfect And they have, like... Everybody has, like, their spots. They have their little moments. Like, um, people get their little shine and everything like that. And uh, it ended fucking great. Like, everybody got over in that match. And then, of course, it had the surprise at the end. And it was just so well-booked and laid out. And this fucking casino thing where they have five people come out at a time. Like, you fucking do it all the time where you don't show entrances on TV and people are in the ring to start the match. Just do their fucking entrances before you start. And then fucking have, like... Start the match when like with the battle. well. Oil. I mean they've they've Everybody done that
2: there. style as well. Um, but yeah, I mean I, I don't. I think the issue here is that like they. I, I think they could have. They can keep the entry method. They just need to like book the match better or like have agents work it better. Like we're like all right. Well, this is the sign spots you're gonna get. Like uh, and like Keith Lee, I think got like a decent number. And like there's a few others like later in the match. But I think like you know like once this third group comes in, it was. A clusterfuck, I think. Like, it was just there was way too many guys in there at the same time. Yeah. Um, I'm
1: not okay. I'll be the dissenting voice here. You know, I didn't think this was was great, but I thought it was really good. I thought this had a really fun feel to it. And yeah, I think it, I don't know, man. Like, we ended up hanging out for Joey's birthday this night. But if we would have chosen to, like, all watch this together, i think i think the show had a really would have fun fun, maybe yeah Yeah. the show had like a really fun summer feel to it and i think the intrigue surrounding this battle royale was was good and you didn't know who was going to be in it you didn't know who the like wild card was going to be and uh yeah i think this pretty much delivered man and i think some guys did get some time to shine and i I know why they bring multiple guys out at a time they're not going to bring them out one by one and and it'll either have to have to happen too fast, or the match will have to be, like, Royal Rumble length.
2: I mean, they did come um, out one at a time, more or less. It was just, like, really quick back and, like, yeah, you know, yeah, back one, to back. Yeah, one, one, two, three, four, yeah.
1: I think a lot of guys got shine here. I don't I don't agree that nobody got shine. Like Ray Phoenix looked really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's
2: what I said. There was some shine moments later, but I feel like, you know, early on at least it felt like there was a lot of guys where it's like, you know, look, he didn't really do anything. That's any battle royale. there's always gonna
1: be some guys that yeah, don't know. Fair enough. You know, and, you know, we you had the Keith Lee swerve,
2: uh swerve, if you will. Yeah. But before that, um we have to go over this third group because there's an entrance to go over. So this third group we have John Silver, uh, Kanosuke Takeshta, and then Max Caster
0: and the Gun Club.
1: Oh man! So he got it in, didn't he?
0: We go. Are we, are we You know what's you know what, dude? So I was listening to uh, Jim Cornette's podcast yesterday, and does like, he do that? What a mark! It's his it's his brand new episode. It came out yesterday. He fucking stole your shit. Fucking where he fucking where he are does the fucking me? rap? I'm not kidding. Are you I kidding? Me? To, I'm not what kidding you. Did he they fucking, play the music? They didn't play the music. He was like, he's like, I'm gonna do it. And he fucking does it exactly like you, the fucking, like, rap. The whole fucking rap. Oh, my rap. God.
2: Well, you know what? I, Fuck you, Jim Cornette. I'm gonna do it anyways. Here we go. Hit the music. Yo. Listen. Listen. Yo. Yo. Claimed and the guns. Yo, we're back in the zone. All y'all gotta choke like Patrick Mahomes. Yo, Phoenix. I don't give one look. I'm going to break your arm like I broke Punk's foot. Hager, Garcia, y'all are out of luck. I'm going to put you back up Jericho's butt. Uh, I'm turning all y'all into sad boys. Two guns that shouldn't be banned are the ass boys.
0: I love it. Honestly, oh and you know what? It's funny because he said that he's going to keep doing it too. So, Oh, my God. You, well, know you know what you need to do next? You know what you need to do next? You need to do a diss track on Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette's not Jim Cornette doesn't want this smoke. Jim, you have
2: a lot of uh, material out there to like work on if I like if I want to make that disc track. <laughs> that's
0: true. Dude, next week, you better have something written. <laughs> well we'll we'll, we'll <laughs> see if oh it's next God. week or you know, Tom. We'll we'll figure it out.
2: Right right Definitely, gotta, track.
1: definitely gotta rhyme the word cuck somewhere in okay, there. I mean, that's <laughs> <obviously>, <laughs> like,
2: I mean that's it's the lowest hanging through, but it's gotta go in there
0: no i mean that's what rap is so
2: yeah oh yeah. uh, also during this uh we do get a commercial um like you know picture in picture with a uh nala Rose, uh pride month advert and uh, last week they had one for anthony Bowens that i forgot to mention so it's kind of cool they're doing i little... didn't
1: realize that anthony Bowens
2: buttered his bread on that side <laughs> there was uh <laughs> when we were watching now it i know when we were watching it Someone's i didn't know he was gay i'm like well he's available
0: oh yeah it's like (laughs) i'm gonna slide slide right in marcus goes yeah marcus goes i didn't know what i didn't (laughs) know he was gay like super surprised yeah and then then fucking eod without missing a beat just goes well he's available he fucks fucks fans he fucks fans it's weird that they do all that and then they don't even put nyla rose on the show
2: yeah, I guess there's um a match with her and they're not, uh, hey, they're not that br- They're not that proud. Oh my God. They, they have a match with her and uh the Impaler on on uh, dark or dark elevation so it's like a it's two, you know, trans individuals in a match. Um continue with the match. Uh the fourth group and like we only have two eliminations at this point. So this ring is getting crowded. Uh Lance Archer's elimination was a little scary considering how he's uh previously gotten injured taking similar bumps, but uh uh, the fourth group is Powerhouse Hobbs, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Dante Martin, and Wheeler Yuda. Yuta got a really big pop for his return. He, felt, uh, he feels like a really big deal, you know, just taking him off Ugh. TV for that um, brief period for the best of Super Juniors. I still don't get it, man. I still don't get it. Well, he's the person who got probably, you know, close to the most shine in this. I mean, Keith Lee got a lot of eliminations, but then uh, Swerve eliminates him, and that got a lot of heat. Uh, but then he started, like, working kind of uh babyface again he was helping out darby but then he you know screwed him too and you know that fully cemented that this guy is 100% going heel uh andrade el idolo is the joker uh which immediately you know removed any hope for mjf in this match uh and turns out from the entire show which we've kind of mentioned like he probably should have been on the show but i kind of from a storytelling perspective i respect his absence for this week you know i could see why they would pencil that in like okay and then the next week we'll keep
1: you off it might
2: be more than the next week you don't know
1: yeah it could be yeah it It just felt like man it was the hottest thing and i thought that giving people a week to anticipate was enough but uh you know they're doing it differently uh, i i personally think it was a mistake but then again they had so much on the line with the punk injury with this mm-hmm. with these title implications and stuff that you know, it, it worked out to where you know there was enough distraction with an intrigue with with all that to maybe you know it maybe he wasn't missed as much as he could have been. What do you think, Joey? Do you think this this heats it up or do you think this cools it off a little bit?
0: I don't, you know, I don't think it cools it off. I think they should have kept going. I mean, we obviously think it should have been MJF um, becoming champion uh, or not becoming champion, but being in the match against Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it would have made more sense. I just think they're going with, like, a different story with it. Um, I could maybe
2: see him even, like, getting that in Terminal at some point, but I think I, I, I get the the choice. And, like, you know, to some extent, you know, maybe it's it's part of, like, a New Japan thing, too. Like, you know, maybe they are, like, you know, like, let's not, you know, like, we don't want, like, the shine taken off of, like, you know, our guys by, like, this story, too. I don't know. Could be. Maybe. We
1: may not see him till after Door, if that, that's what they're going to do. And I guess maybe that also accomplishes that we're not using him like he's, we're burying him like Brian Cage right now, you know, or we're burying him like all these other guys we've kept off TV. Yeah,
2: there you go. You know, Maybe that's kind of...
1: Because the guys who are, you know, deep off in it enough to care about what AEW is doing with MJF on the website and blah, 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 they also know that instead of firing people, they just fucking sit people out. You yeah, know, or, or don't use people. You know, everybody knows that. That's been a complaint or a story, you know, dirt sheet story, going on for a long time too. So maybe that's what they're trying to get over that because they didn't address it. They didn't mention JF, outside of a couple signs in the crowd. You know, he didn't get he didn't get you know any reference on either of these shows. I think it was a mistake. I to to keep him off. I don't know if it cools him down, but I just thought that was must see TV. But again. They had enough intrigue going on to where it didn't hurt as bad as I thought it was going to. Yeah,
2: and I mean, and like you know, it's sort of you know, it it might be like more of a slow burn, right? You're gonna get you know bits of Mm -hmm. this throughout, and yeah, that's what. Yeah, that looks like the route they're going, and
1: it's not the you don't always need instant
2: gratification.
1: It's the instant gratification. It's the fact that it's just it was just so strong. Yeah. I guess you can play it safe because
2: how does he follow that? And yeah, like, I mean, I next? mean that to some extent that might actually make it better, right? Like you're still thinking about that, but you're not like you know if he did something this week, like what if it was like you know just he's like there in the crowd, like it's like oh, well I
1: don't know. that that yeah you'd have to do it right, and I think one way to do it right is that he somehow gets in this match, but how are you going to explain the guy who just begged to be fired just got this instead of getting fired, he just got this fucking like primo Joker spot. Yeah, to go for the interim belt that that also wouldn't make sense. Well, like you like said, a, there was ways to get into it, or Yeah, there were ways to get into it, but they probably needed another week of TV before the battle royal to make that work. But I guess it's all just too much too soon, and there's a lot going on, and it's you know I guess I don't have a solution either. So maybe keeping them off. Though yeah. so I I think it was a mistake. Maybe it wasn't. So yeah. plus it was Kansas City. They wasted a lot on Kansas City.
2: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> sorry kansas
2: city yeah like we can uh wrap up like this match i mean like andrade mm. returns uh they do put over that he is uh newlywed um mm. and then we have um kind of we're down to the final five eventually which is uh andrade hobbs Utah, kyle o'reilly and phoenix um and he,
0: a lot of the i AEW. was praying that fucking andrade was winning right here
3: mm.
2: uh,
1: yeah that was one of all the guys who entered who did you guys want to see
2: win and, and Andrade mocks? When I saw Andrade, Andrade, I think that was who I wanted. That was, uh, to my knowledge, a fresh. It would have been smash. a heel.
0: He's great. He would have been heel. It would have been fresh. It would have put uh, Andrade in a prominent spot on the card. Yeah, it was Andrade, 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 and
1: Andrade. You're right. That makes the most sense from storyline and and stuff. But I really wanted to see Darby Allen get it because he's been, mm. you know, this would have been a way to get him an automatic big spot where you know where he's been he's been losing matches but it turns out someone he'd lost to yeah, yeah. and man now yeah. that after that all transpired I was not mad brother I'll just put it that way the match I was, was not good, mad. Yeah. yeah oh dude dude, dude. <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that
2: a little yeah bit. but the um a lot of these like battle royals that Aw does they have a certain format where like you know they tend to have like sort of their underdog baby face you know they're kind of pseudo young lion in this case Yuta. but they've done it with like Dante and a few other people um where, like, you know, they're in, like, this hope spot where, like, they're, you know, yeah. fighting against the odds and, like, you know, the crowd's really behind them winning. But, of course, he gets eliminated by Kyle O'Reilly. We cut backstage. Uh, Mox cuts a promo saying that he has been big hunt, big game hunting in New Japan for three years. Uh, the Forbidden Door belongs to him. And just you know, a nice, intense promo that he ends with. Love you, Mom. So yeah, Kyle O'Reilly wins and Joe
1: you'd mentioned that they had signed him to a 5-year deal. Yeah, they obviously have big had, ideas for him, big plans for him, and I'm surprised based on what we had seen, but it looks like they're staying on on that track. Uh, not not necessarily in the ring because his last I guess now four matches have been great, but he kind of choked with the mic. Kind of like I'm doing a little bit today. He's kind of choked with the mic in his hand, but I guess these plans were in place before that, and they stuck with him. And I'm glad they did. Yeah. Um, and we and we were down on him. We were talking about the stink of NXT he was still on him and
2: and all that. But I'm no longer going to think about that after this this show. Um. So commentary mentions that CM Punk had surgery today, and it was uh completed successfully. Um. On his on his quote lower leg. Yeah.
0: What the fuck? <laughs> Lower he fucking, leg. He, yeah. Uh, Why don't they enough. want to say what it is? That's so because weird. Because he
1: probably bashed his fucking leg trying to do that fucking stage dive. On the fucking. That's, <laughs> that's my opinion.
2: Yeah, just like save him the fucking embarrassment.
1: Broke his fucking leg on the guardrail trying to do a front stage dive while wearing a cro t-shirt.
2: And then they did fuck something that. that I thought was a little strange. So they had previously announced the next match, which was Buddy Matthews versus Pac. But they suddenly added some interesting stipulations to it. So they re- unveil the AEW All-Atlantic Championship and announce that there's going to be a tournament where the yeah. winner is crowned uh, in a four-way match at Forbidden Door. And this Pac versus uh, Buddy Matthews match is a qualifier to get into
0: that four-way match. Um, this was a the weirdest shit fucking ever. Just randomly, out of nowhere announce a championship and then also it's happening the the tournament is happening right now yeah what the fuck
2: it was really strange i i I don't know what inspired the timing of it every time there's going to be a new belt or a tournament or or something they
1: put it over for weeks or months sometimes before it happened before it happens in the case of the owen cup it was like well in advance and for this just to pop up i don't know i mean a tournament is like maybe generous did they need another belt?
0: Like what the fuck? No.
1: Th- okay, here's what I think. I think this belt is going to be something like the um the old NWA International Heavyweight Championship where it will be defended more often in other promotions overseas than it will be in AWTV. Okay. That's my opinion. Okay. All right. Um now that belt got rolled into what we what we know now is like the Triple Crown. So we um, know a New
0: Japan guy's going to win it then.
1: In All Japan? Yeah. So Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I would say maybe a New Japan guy. It's
2: going to be a guy who's probably not an AEW prop, and I can't remember what the brackets look like. Yeah, so we um, can go over that. So obviously, there's Buddy Matthews and Pac. We'll talk about that match. Um, but Pac wins, so he's going to be in the far away. Um, They also
0: have they also have the trios tur- a championship coming too. Yes, There's so yeah. many belts. Fuck. Yeah,
2: yeah just turning um, into New Japan. Yeah, we then have a Ethan Page versus Miro this week. We um, on Rampage we get a promotion for that. Okay. So like, yeah, it's like all you know, like. International people like Ethan Page and it, yeah, from Canada, an AEW you know, guy theory. could
1: win, and then he could go lose it in whoever they're working with. He could lose it in Mexico. He could lose it in England. He could lose it in Japan. You know, yeah. To, and I'm guessing New Japan will be the primary company that you know will be fucking with this. But
2: it is a weird. Um, then we have um, for the other brackets, we have Penta Obscuro versus Malachi Black, and then New Japan is like the only one where there's like sort of a tournament because there's like two qualifier matches. Uh, one is Tomohaki Hanma versus uh, Clark Connors, and the other is uh, Yoshinobu Kana- Kanemaru versus uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, safe to say, Tomohiro Ishii will be the winner and be the one that that's at Forbidden Door in this four-way match. Um, so they're they're doing those matches before Forbidden Door, correct? Correct. Yeah, okay. on Kazuna Road. Good stuff. Yeah, as part of their road tour. Yeah. So yeah, that's the bracket the The name of the championship is also kind of weird, like Atlantic. Um, obviously, New Japan's not in the, you know, Japan's not in the Atlantic. Yeah, uh, yeah. a number of these places aren't in the Atlantic. Um, mm-hmm. Australia's not, you know, <laughs> but yeah. whatever. It you know, like you said, it seems to be like it's it's this international type championship that'll probably be defended a lot. I mean, I could see it being something just for certain the certain ones of these guys to like actually do. Um, that are harder to get plans for, like Pac, just because of you know his living arrangements and things
1: like that. The old NWA International Heavyweight Championship was like I think that was, if not all Japan's number one title for a time, it was like it was one of the big titles in that promotion. And I don't see any company being like, yeah, we're gonna make this our top title, like AW belt or whatever. So
0: I I, I don't like the idea of uh, Tomohiro Ishii being in a four way on the. On the pay-per-view, like we said earlier. But at the same time, if he wins this title, I mean it's gonna lead to a bunch of singles matches that are highlighted by AEW for him, and that means he's going to be, you know, working for AEW more often. And uh, you know, that's but not such a bad thing. Think about like
1: if like Ishii and like Miro are across the ring from each other. Some oh, good stuff to God, be had there.
0: There's yeah, yeah, that's a that I mean that's a match I wanted to see. Like I fucking remember when um before it'll uh, probably
1: i mean it'll, they'll probably both be in a four-way type scenario
2: yeah right? but yeah that's we'll a, see a little bit
0: okay yeah this might not be so bad then i'm uh, I'm feeling better yeah i think it,
2: I, I think it'll probably be pretty good the match itself between pocket and buddy I Matthews, mean, i thought this was pretty solid um this match was awesome yeah. this was really fun just like you know two really good athletic guys just, you know going at it they work a hard-hitting style um pockets is big po- poison rana hits a pump kick and then the black arrow to win Better than we deserve. You know, I didn't do anything to deserve this, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Puck, Puck
1: almost fucking twists his head off on that Poison Rana, but he got, he got oh, yeah. just enough. Yeah,
2: really, really terrific.
0: Yeah, this is awesome.
2: Uh, we get an Eddie Kingston promo. He calls out Jake Hager for getting him eliminated, and that says he hates every member of the JAS, and will uh he'll fight Jake on Rampage, which we'll talk about later.
1: Eddie was another guy who I would have loved to have seen you know come out of this thing like how i mean i maybe that would be hot shotting it but
0: yeah i think that would be a big waiting. hot that'd be a fat hot shot right yeah now.
1: i don't know about a fat hot shot because i mean That's, he's been i mean he could have had mean, him lose I mean, to mox too
0: i mean like after the, I just, like you know the stuff with mox like i don't know like lose the money story's 10. been
1: going on for a long time and he started i mean he was getting half and half chance against cm punk back in november yeah. so i don't know if about fat hot shot but i i
0: I, yeah, I understand. Maybe like a maybe a skinny hot shot The money, and, the hey, money is the ne- money is him and Punk.
1: It may never happen though. We don't know. A lot, a lot of things can happen. We see
2: Punk already getting injured, so you know who knows. uh We then have Trent Beretta in the ring. He says he's bummed out. It's National Best Friends Day, and his friends aren't here. Huge oversight on whoever fucking you know booked those flights. Um, says that Roppongi Ice deserves another shot at the ROH belts. Uh, FDR said that, you know, he's right, you know, they got screwed, but, uh, he should want a, a match against Will Ospreay's Bitch Boys, um, for messing up their match. And, of course, Will Ospreay himself comes out. Um, the United Empire not, uh, you know, Okan and Cobb, uh, them. Big Heat, and Jr. calls Will Ospreay a talented Brit. Some, I, I was at Excalibur. Who said he's arguably, you know, one of the,
1: a lot of people consider him one of the best wrestlers in the world, or one of the best yeah. three or four wrestlers yeah. in the world. But again, this was something that was kind of wasted on Kansas City. But they had, <laughs> uh, you know, it's a holy shit chance. Still broke out. You know, he's coming out as part of a faction rather than as an individual, which I know that's what they're doing right now. But what is his match going to be at uh, Forbidden Door?
0: I mean, well um i mean he won the u.s title so it's definitely gonna mm-hmm. be something with that but um he uh i mean this was a fuck this was a, a mark out moment it was fucking cool to finally see will osprey on on, on dynamite and um
2: even though the build wasn't you know i wanna, jerking him off like you suggested before the who when your build was like oh like they should like you know build it like he shouldn't be on tv they just need to talk about how he's like the best wrestler ever that you've never seen before
0: yeah they still should and, and, and it shows because remember what we were talking about before. I was actually going to bring that up. How we talked about that before, and all you have to do is look at everybody's fucking response to him showing up to prove my point. And he what? He, like we talked to like we had said, oh, he's known, he's known. But people were like, who, who? I saw fucking thousands of gifts of so people going, who, who the fuck is that? We don't even know him, and all this bullshit. That's just, crazy. Uh, yeah. I didn't see anything like that. Oh, I, there's so many. I took screenshots just so I can have receipts for it too.
1: Oh man! I mean, I I know there's going to be some people doing that, but, I mean, I just can't imagine. I mean, even Kansas City had a holy shit chant breaking out. So (laughs) even even Kansas City had a holy shit shit chant. So, I mean, I don't know. I I think part of what, what hurts it a little bit is he's coming out as, like, part of a group, our leader as a group. So it's almost as much about the tag team feud with FTR and uh, United Empire as it is Will Osprey. So I think that takes a little bit of shine off of him for sure. I wouldn't have done it in Kansas city, but I guess that's just what the schedule allowed. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I would have had him, I probably would have had him come out and just fucking do something awesome solo before his boys ran in rather than vice versa.
0: If you're going to involve the tag team, I guess you have to put them on TV, but I I still would have liked to, to them to like build them up and build them up. And then
1: people, yeah, well, the storyline right now is it's been United Empire. United Empire attacked yeah. FTR, and, and it and just doesn't really feel big time enough. Not that the ROH you know, I mean, tag and titles aren't a big deal. To be like.
2: honest, I don't even feel like New Japan is like totally on the Osprey chair anymore. Like, the U.S. title definitely is a step down from where he was.
1: Yeah, but I mean, right now it's Bullet Club time,
0: and yeah. you know, Jay
1: White is this champion. You so can do that. I mean, they've done they've, that a they, lot they with, they've done
0: that with Tanahashi and Okada. Like they they got to
1: rotate him. Yeah, they got to rotate him out. Kenny had the U.S. Yeah. title. You know, I mean, they got to rotate yeah. him out. Yeah,
0: the U.S. title is an important championship for them, and they, you know, it's it's a representative of their Western audience, and that's fucking that's something that they want to that's that's something that they believe in. I mean, that's why guess, that's why Kenny that's why Kenny was yeah. the first champion, and yeah. um, it's not a step down at all. And but it's, that was it's like a, kind of like Kenny on the rise. It was Kenny on the rise, but he had already been having matches where he was losing. So, or losing, uh, you know, this is, this is post Okada, you know, uh, or at least post, uh, losing to Okada. So mm-hmm. like it's, and they, they created a championship just for him. It's, it's a bigger deal than, than, um, uh, what you might let on. I mean, look how long, like Moxley had it, you know? Yeah, like, sure. You know, they made that a big deal and everything. Like it's, it's not a throwaway title at all. Go to back to your, uh, what you were saying, um, Davey like who's his opponent though
1: FTR has been running with Trent so I guess like god, please Trent?
0: don't no please not Trent god damn that's, not Trent that that's is not a showcase thing I can, for Osprey yeah, that's what the only are, thing I can think of well like it's funny because the, the people the match that you want to see good. yeah I maybe the the, the, the guys that you want to see with Osprey are the same ones that you want to see with Okada yeah, I you know
1: Trent's been a New Japan guy before. I mean, they would they they know what he's capable of. So I could see them.
2: Hey, Trent's like, been involved that. with a lot of this like Forbidden Door stuff. I mean, I mean, I don't, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be Trent. I don't it's know. Gonna, yeah,
0: like I mean, I could see it being like it's, you know, it's, you have
2: like a triple threat match for the uh, IWGP titles. Or, yeah, like, it's it's
0: yeah, it's gonna be, um, yeah, it's gonna be uh, Rapongi Vice, not Trent. So it's gonna be somebody else. Okay. So, I mean, maybe they bring in somebody else to even the odds, uh, or they pick somebody else from the roster to even the odds. Uh, damn, dude, like, this is another guy I would love to see Danielson work with. God, who's, Danielson uh, and the who's, roster who's would be... Who's
1: junior heavyweight tag champions right now in New Japan? It is. is
2: it's, it's, uh, Wado it's, it's, Taguchi?
1: It's, it's Taguchi and oh, Wado. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: no.
2: So you, that...
1: you don't really see Rapungi Vice versus Taguchi and Wado. No. So maybe, maybe they drop to. Uh, like Aussie Open. Well, but they've um, already in one of these shows.
2: But they've before, already before like laid out more. like they they've said they want the IWGP Tag Championship, not the Junior. So that's well, why maybe like, maybe you put yeah. them in like a three way. You put them FTR and Great O'Connor Jeff Cobb. I mean, I think we're I think there's gonna be more multi man matches than we suggest. Just because like I want it's New Japan. They they love their multi man matches. Um, At yeah. least love booking them and two like they just. You, you want a lot of people get on guys, the show. Yeah, you got to get guys on the show. I don't know. I, don't,
1: I think there's going to be some guys we wish were on the show that don't end up being there. Like Shingo. Like
0: I mean, I, we haven't heard anything about oh, that. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. The, Shingo, so, God, they got to uh, put Shingo on.
1: Well, we'll see. But... um I could see Master Wado and Taguchi dropping to Aussie Open because that would make a little bit more sense for what's been going on, and then maybe Rocky remember Who did Who did Rocky show up and attack and get beat down by? Was that Bullet Club or or um, was it? Um, it was, uh, it was it was United Empire. Okay, so that makes sense. You know, for it to be Aussie Open, uh, and they have a you know junior heavyweight tag team champion match on the show, but I don't know if they're going to do it. Yeah,
2: I, I suspect they won't, but we'll see um next up we have um backstage uh Kyle O'Reilly with uh Tony Schiavone Uh, and Regal's there Regal questions if Kyle's really ready for like the beating that he's gonna receive that he needs to think about his friends and family and uh Kyle I thought actually cut like a pretty decent promo at least compared to some of the garbage he's said in the past on AEW where he's like you know kind of has like a little impassioned a little bit of fire in him about how he's gonna win you know that and you know move on to Forbidden Door and become the champion but it was you know relatively generic but at least the delivery i thought was a lot better we then have david finley versus hangman adam page with adam cole on commentary um crowd really behind uh hangman here he kind of like you know revels in it you know like you know they were a little on the fence with him for the punk feud but now it seems to be back fully in his corner uh i thought this was a pretty decent match um relatively oh, short what?
0: I love this match. Mm. I, I thought... Yeah, David, good David showing Finley. from David Finley. Yeah, yeah. David yeah. Finley fit right in on fucking TV, man. Fit like a glove. Love this.
1: Yeah, really good showing from him, and I agree. I thought this was really good, I, and they have good chemistry.
2: Um, yeah, do they work together in New Japan at all, or was it that, that much had, an overlap? Tag matches and stuff. Yeah. yeah,
0: they've absolutely been in the ring together for sure. Yeah.
2: Um, then, of course, we talk about the hangman grabs the mic, says he wants the... Uh, IWGP belt and he wants Okada, which you know, aged like not like fine wine, Farting Age horribly. Yeah, <laughs> a farting Does a part in church. Age is it lingers? Then of course Cole interrupts, uh, says that Jay White could be the champ um, and likely will be. And at that point, I was kind of like, yeah, you know what? Maybe he will pick up the championship uh, at Dominion. And obviously, we talked about that. Um, we'll see where this goes. Um, if it means Hangman Jay White it means hangman okada
0: still Uh, i think hangman jy makes the most sense yeah i agree title i I was really scared that they were gonna do a three-way between uh, that was the rumor it was gonna be a three-way between hangman okada and and uh adam cole and i was just like fucking just fucking praying to no one that that wasn't gonna be the case i just didn't want to see okada wasted in a fucking three-way and I'm glad that this is happening. I'm, like, so fucking scared of this pay-per-view. Like, as excited as I am for it, I'm, I'm fucking terrified. Like, I just want to see him do it right, you know? This is a big fucking deal. You know? I mean, they, I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll be a good show. There's There's been crossover sh- American shows with New Japan in the past, but this one is important. This one is, like, super important. They can't fuck this up. Yeah, I mean, just because, like, you know, they don't have, like, a future matches that you would have liked to see. It doesn't mean that it's fucked up. So, well, I mean i mean yeah i guess you're right but still i'm fucking terrified all
2: right we've got tony Frenotti with wardlow next uh wardlow
0: welcomes us to
2: wardlow's world again shades of almo that's terrible
0: <laughs> <laughs> um
1: la, 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 la,
3: la, la, la.
0: <laughs> there we go wardlow's <laughs> world
2: Uh, Anyways, he explains why he wasn't in the Battle Royal. He said that because CM Punk is champ and he doesn't want to, uh, you know, he wants to take it off him directly. Way too buried.
1: Totally buried it. Fucking CM Punk is my champ.
2: What? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I I kind of understood the logic of, like, you know, he wants to take it off of him, not like take they like, could. You know, i see what you know one way to like, do that
1: you know one way to do that you fucking win the interim championship and then you have the match the unification match which they've which they've already talked about yeah or or, or he could
0: <laughs> know? fuck or he could be like he could be like uh you know i just signed a fresh contract here at AEW, and i want to do this right you know he could be like the fucking like like good guy yeah that's baby that's the story. he dorky. could be like it's maybe I wanted. It would have been better than like, oh, I going to suck CM Punk and get his cum all over my chest. Yeah, it's t-. a little,
2: it's a little less dork. Well, than I, I think, think what would have what it made more sense is he said that he wants the TNT title. I think he yeah. should have said yeah. like, I have unfinished business there. Mm-hmm.
0: Like I got yeah.
2: screwed in my title shot, and I want like, I want payback.
0: God damn, they're gonna drop the ball of Wardlow. I hope they don't. His promo should have been. The reason
1: I wasn't in that battle royale is they're not ready for me right now, booking wise. You know, they don't have me puzzled in right now for the (laughs) AEW world (laughs) World championship scene. So I gotta wait till a little bit later because they're doing some other stuff with me right now. I got this twenty man squash match thing
2: I gotta do this week. We're gonna do that. Yeah, so we've got uh, Scorpio comes out, Lambert calls more than the challenge again on
0: on one leg. Dude, what if they had like what if they treated like the twenty men as one entity? And they fucking had, like, interference, but it was all 20 men in, like, a fucking mass all together. And they fucking screwed Wardlow out of the fucking Battle Royale <laughs> of Battle oh
1: Royale. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say if they treat him as one entity, like Voltron or... No. Um, yeah yes, just, like, kind, you know, kind of, kind of. Like, they're just, like, a
0: swarm <laughs> of, like, the security dudes. And, like, say that he was in the fucking Battle Royale. And they come out, and they're the ones that fucking, like, screw him over. They just fucking... Make oh, lose. you talk about clusterfucks, oh dude. Yeah. That would have been, like <laughs> been so ridiculous. Anyway, so I...
1: you've been trying to spit out the um, Scorpios guy. Yeah, All so right. he comes right. out,
2: you know, he's kind of hobbling, and Lambert says that uh, Warlow's a coward for uh, challenging a guy on one leg. But then Mark Sterling interrupts, says that, you know, you can't have that title match because you still have, you know, this, you ripped up a legal document, and you, you can't do that. So he can either face him in court or... Or phase twenty security guards in an elimination match next week. Obviously, this is hokey. Yeah, I I thought that was like just hilarious. Like, oh boy, we're gonna get like the biggest squash match, like handicap match ever, and we're getting it. That's it's on the books. Dude, it's garbage. I got a I got a ticket once for
1: not coming to a complete stop at a stop sign, and I hired one of those little attorneys to handle the ticket, and yeah. I ended up. Going to see him or whatever, and they're like, Hey, we got a court date for you. So you got two choices. You can either show up at this court date or you can face 20
0: men in elimination. <laughs> this is fucking Which, this is like, What would you choose? I just
1: chose the court date. I chose the court date, bro. I'm not this, a fucking Wardlow. Come on.
0: This is moving in on this is moving into like, like Braun Strowman territory mm-hmm. when they used to do really over the top shit with him. I don't hey, think he hasn't to- tagged
2: a seven year old yet.
0: Yeah, they did They don't need to do this with Wardlow. This is fucking stupid. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Twenty, like this, better be awesome, or it's. I'm or sure
2: it's it'll fucking, be. I'm sure it'll be fun.
0: This better be awesome, or it's dead in the water. I feel like. Yeah.
2: So that matches on the books, but a match that uh, might not
1: be. Just like twenty, it's just twenty GCW wrestlers, like just yeah, in fucking stupid oh gear. Yeah. Ninja Mac unmasked. They don't even. They don't even like recognize Jordan that, Oliver. You know, just like getting yeah, power dude. Guards. Please let Jay all be one of the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> be oh, one of oh.
2: <laughs> but speaking of matches that probably are not on the books for next week, uh, we get, uh, Bucks in like their hotel room. The Hardys interrupt, and then Christian Cage with Jurassic Express interrupt, and they start to have a three way ladder match for the titles. Uh, this week uh without Jeff, I am not 100% sure this will be going um, through as planned.
0: They could still have the match just without the Hardys which yeah. would be just fucking fine. Fuck on. Yeah. And then we get I'm the most
2: controversial match of the week. Marina Shafir versus Fundarosa for the AEW Women's Title. Yeah. This
0: is uh this is very controversial. Um somebody had tweeted out that uh, it was very clear and obvious that Thunder Rosa was sandbagging Marina Shafir, and I'm not so sure. It's very possible because there were reports of her sandbagging Evaless. Uh, like what was it? Two years ago now, or a year ago, or something. It was, it was, a, was while a while ago. It, it it was it was a good while ago, and um, Ivalice got fired because she was acting a fool about it. I uh, think she so, was
2: just acting a fool more generally, but
0: yeah, in general, but she was talking about like they got into it because um, because she was sandbagging or something like that. I I, I saw this footage and as somebody that's been in the ring before, I know that veterans will not give you a move and they expect you to react and work for the move. So when I saw that suplex, it absolutely looked like sandbagging, but at the same time, it also didn't. Marina Shafir is a very strong woman. She's uh MMA fighter. She's in great athletic shape. She's strong enough to fucking just boost. And she did Thunder it. Rosa to be fair. Over. And, and she did it. But I thought
1: that I thought that was the idea because that, we saw suplexes yeah. like that at Bloodsport. Yeah.
0: yeah, we did. And but but Thunder Rosa was I it could have been Thunder Rosa like trying to make her work for it and Marina Shafir, I'm sorry, I said this before. She doesn't know how to fucking work. She's terrible. She's a terrible mm. pro wrestler,
1: and she's not. She's at least not very um, yeah versatile. It's, this is yeah,
2: probably one of the a biggest good, like 180s a good, you've taken on someone, on the show. Me? Yeah,
0: yeah. I I thought Marina Shafir is awful. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'll give to I'll I'll I'll, I'll give more insight to that too. Because we liked her at Bloodsport, but she was also doing more shoot stuff. So she looked great. She was doing what she was working to her strengths. But when we talked about the match with Jade, I talked about how she was lost and she was terrible. Right, but even then
2: wrestler. that was like contrary to your expectations. So I mean like since like we first started talking yeah. about her, yeah. you've taken so, a complete 180.
0: Yeah, because I mean that, that's the thing is like she got exposed. You're, yeah. when, you, when you book, you're supposed to accentuate somebody's positives and hide their negatives. And they don't do that with Marina Shafir. And she's not good enough to do it herself. So – what happens is when thunder rosa doesn't go for that suplex um marina shafir should have like stopped she should have fucking taken you know her arm off fucking gave her some knees beat her up a little bit then go for the fucking suplex and then boom you got it it makes you work for it that is what a veteran is doing for you they're trying to give you a spot to make it look believable and thunder rosa is really good and she knows how to do that so like Marina Shafir, not knowing to do that, she just fucking hoists her over because that's what she thinks that she's supposed to do. And she, and, and then she puts the blame on the veteran, mm. which that's what, to me, that's more likely to what's happening here. I don't – I just have a hard time believing that somebody as good as Thunder Rosa was actually doing that.
1: Well, Marina Shafir doesn't need to be on fucking Twitter like fucking – giving a shit what yeah fucking fans are saying about our match like it's just not professional Like, and
0: tweets, shit. like yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah i mean there was one that like Britt liked but that's just kind of like it's the that, same one it, Well, it was the more it was the one that was less specific because like shafir then liked the ones that were very clear like that's talking about my match yeah like rosa was like really professional i mean and like brit doing i'm pretty sure that's just you know like yeah she's working yeah, yeah like, well
1: rosa rosa had trained in mma and even had one really boring fight mma fight so i just thought that that they were going for more of a shoot style match. I actually didn't hate it. My biggest criticism of the match was Marina does look a little bit lost in a pro wrestling situation, and she—I don't think she moves yeah. around the ring very well at all. But no Joey, I've got that—I dude, it remind it reminded me of the way Shayna Baszler moves around the ring. I had the same complaint about her. I think that's her big short. It might just—it just might be awkward, and it's and it's almost like an MMA fighter who is doing their their stance but they yeah. also know that they're not about to get shot in on legit. So it's an awkward it could it's an awkward be, marriage.
0: It could be that they know how to move in a shoot way and that's just how they do it because that's how you're that's how you would actually do it in a real fight. Yeah, you know, but they also but,
1: know that they're not about to legit get like shot in on or fucking struck with right. fucking full force kick or punch. So it's a it's a weird marriage of it looks uh, like relaxed to or work, something. Yeah, work for something, but also you absolutely know and have the expectation of not getting knocked out, legit, or shot in on legit. So it just doesn't work when when two people aren't doing that together, like in sync and kind of shooting in on each other's legs. Because you can still you can do legitimate takedowns in these types of matches, and um, right. we, you know we saw it Bloodsport. You can tell some of those takedowns are like they're working for them and getting them legit, but it's obviously like you're not gonna fucking like submit somebody for real or, or knock somebody out for real. And so that just plays into it. And I thought that was the big clash of styles here, as JR said. I mean, yeah, I mean, and, he's, um, he was
0: trying to cover up for the just awful match. And mm-hmm. uh, and
1: again, I didn't think I thought it was awkward. I just didn't think it was terrible, terrible. Yeah, I agree.
0: I would love to see like what Thunder Rosa says would, would say about it, like her side of the story. And uh maybe she doesn't feel like she could really explain like what she was trying to do or something but yeah. at this like i saw like some news outlets like some of these fucking more um like they, they like to fucking put these like clickbait head t- like titles on and stuff like that they were like also Th- sunder rose has been, has been reported to being upset of not being used on tv very much which is probably false because she's never said anything about it and that people are just assuming that it's so. There was weird. Uh,
2: there was an interview more recently where she said did say something about that. I think like it yeah, was but like what, a written one. W-
0: but was she frustrated that they weren't using her? But wasn't she like out for a little while? Like there was reasons why she was out. Like it's not that's like, what she's, I like, thought. Frus- she's frustrated that she couldn't be on the show. Not so much as like she wasn't being used. Like as like she, like she wasn't being booked or something like that. Yeah, and that's how I took it and. Um, I don't know. People wanted to run with that, being like, "Oh, she's unhappy with AEW and all that kind of stuff." And I really don't think that's what's there. So yeah. I don't know. I'm uh-huh. I'm willing to I'm willing to give Thunder Rosa the benefit of the doubt. I mean, Evilise, uh It does kind of line up with what Eva said, but Eva also has a real shit attitude, and it's not like she was. You know, she might be having some of the same problems that Marina has. She didn't fucking get it. She doesn't know how to work maybe you know, maybe it's a shortcoming of Thunder Rosa. She doesn't communicate when she's trying to yeah, do that maybe. with somebody. I mean, I think a good wrestler would know what's happening, but like maybe she she could have she could like start saying like, "Hey, uh, work for it," or "Give me some knees," or just fucking let somebody know what you're doing. I don't know. I I, I really don't know. I just I'd really like to hear her fucking point of view on it, though.
2: Yeah, it sounds like some communication would have solved this fucking problem. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, Rosa wins. Uh, she retains. She rolls through a power bomb. And Shafir attacks her after the match, uh, maybe because of you know shoot frustration here. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, it went off script. <laughs> uh, no, probably not. And then uh, Tony Storm makes the save and uh, picks up the title and teases an eventual challenge before you know handing the belt back. Um, if the if Thunder Rosa is a problem, they're putting that title on Tony Storm fast. Yeah. Um, I before we uh, move on to the uh, main event, I did want to note uh, a sign in the crowd. That said, CYN is better. Oh my God!
0: It was probably EC three himself. EC three.
2: <laughs> yeah. Is he from Kansas City?
0: I don't know. Okay. That,
2: that that to me like really like solidifies everything Davy has said about this place. That, like, <laughs> actually, it actually wasn't even CYN is better. It was just CYN better, which is like about the level of like you know... <laughs> CYN better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. Um, there's a quick little backstage segment with Tony and the baddies, but that takes us to the main event. Kyle O'Reilly versus John Moxley with Regal on commentary. Uh, this was an excellent match. Uh, really hard hitting, and, um, like, I, I just thought it was, like, just really solid. I loved some spots. You have, uh, um, I can't remember what, uh, there was some hold that Mox had on Kyle O'Reilly that he eventually gets the ropes and just bites on them mm-hmm. to, like, get the get the break i thought that was great and then and just like the way he sells a lot of the holds too like where you like kind of like froths at the mouth before he passes out
0: i thought um yeah this match was fucking amazing and you see like the the style that that Kyle O'Reilly works and you're like man that's the that's the the blackpool combat club guy not fucking wheeler Yuta.
1: the underlying story here is that o'reilly had just been through the battle royale earlier in the night and, man, I thought he just did a great job of looking kind of worn out while still um, focused.
2: Well, especially early.
1: Yeah, especially like, early. He's all taped up. He looks beat up. It reminds me the of, um, out of them
2: early, too. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah, and we talked about Pride. You guys are watching Pride. They, but yeah. Pride, Pride had this tournament, and for the final, I, it may have been a 16-man tournament, but for the final, they did the semifinals and finals the same night. And Josh Barnett, like, had a war in the semifinal where he went the distance and won a decision. He was worn out. And then later that night, he had to fight. And this is shoot, right? Later that night, he had to fight, I think, Mirko Krokop, and who had won his match very easily with, like, a quick kick. Oh, end. man. So it was, like, one guy who had, had a fucking war facing a guy who's more or less fresh. And that kind of reminded me of this. And O'Reilly kind of had that vibe. Dude, this was... um if. He hadn't already had a coming out party, because I know he's had other good matches and recently too. This would have been it. But I think this was a huge showcase for him. You can see why, you know, they want to, you know, like you say, strap the rocket to him. You can see why they signed him to the five year deal. He looked awesome here. This was if not for Jay White and Okada, this would have been match of the week. Yeah. And and it was almost as good as that. You didn't have those huge it was you had title implications, but obviously, like the actual. I liked know, Osprey Sonata a lot better,
0: actually. Okay, okay, I can see that. I mean that that match was good. I definitely didn't like that better. And me, I, I agree. Going back to that match really quick, I hadn't seen anybody bring so much out of Sonata like maybe ever. Dude, Abushi Sonata
1: final was fucking awesome. Like That's true. Sonata in that G one that where he won B block or whatever, he was great, and he's I think he's really good. But that was a twelve minute match, and you know, at least forty five seconds to a minute of it was dedicated to the fucking stupid ass paradise lock being put on Osprey, so <laughs> I don't I don't know that I would fucking put that up in the same ballpark as this. Yeah, this um, was a lot more credible. Both guys just looked fucking great. They looked like two badasses. You knew Mox was going to win, but man, O'Reilly just came off like like a main event contender and yeah. it was good. This is the type, this match I will remember.
0: They're, they're giving him the ball and he's running with it. I can't say that he's not. It's probably good for him ultimately that he
1: was part of the Undisputed and that, you know, Red Dragon and all that yeah. stuff. Like, you know, it's probably, it's, it's been really good for his career. But if he wouldn't have been tied to all that shit, he would have been a shoe in for... Wheeler, you to spot in the blackpool hundred percent, and it would have been a lot more
0: <laughs> credible. It would have been so much better. Yeah, I think they did just want like a young guy in that spot. Yeah, sure, though. sure. I mean, um, Kyle O'Reilly still hasn't had his fucking rise yet. I mean, he kind of he was getting it in NXT um, right before yeah, he left, yeah. but like he's he still, still a had-
2: mainstream enough name.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying if he didn't have all that stuff, you yeah. know, to get him over, like he could have been considered like a unknown quantity. And yeah, so sure. I'm just saying talent wise. You Know he fits right in way better than Wheeler Yuta, but you're mm-hmm. right. Like, Tony wanted to see if he could experiment and get over a fucking essential. I don't want to call him a nobody,
2: but bottom Carter and make well. From what I know, understand, it was actually
0: kind of did Nielsen
2: actually wanted Yuta, yeah, okay, he wanted him in mm-hmm. Garcia, but um,
0: well, I mean, Jared they said Garcia that in a promo. But, that could be just some no, promo no, he so. straight up said this. Like, oh, really? Like,
2: like, yeah, they were talking about this on uh. I think the Jericho podcast with Garcia that like he was like uh, one of the ones they wanted to, but uh, okay. He want he thought the Appreciation Society was like a better chance to like kinda do exactly what we were talking about as far as yeah. like, like expanding his character and Exactly, and,
0: yeah. Okay, fair enough.
2: yeah, another world beating television match
1: on AEW TV. Yeah and Moxley was better you know, Moxley's better than I often get him give him credit for too. Dude, the Wheeler Utah Moxley match was fucking awesome and you
2: know, then you've got this and he's the common denominator there yeah so well and then you had a uh, this kind of reminded me a little bit it was different it was a little bit longer and i think it was probably a little bit better but like the monks uh music match that you guys were there in person yeah. for yeah that match ruled yeah. uh, and of course mox wins and so he goes on to fight tanahashi at forbidden door right which has had a build it's got a, a yep. built-in you know and this didn't look like it was the plan, but now that it is the plan, it almost feels like it was the plan. Yeah, it it's like, I mean, wrestling plan. is like kind of magical in that way that there's oftentimes a lot of like, you know, weird little, you know, divergent paths mm-hmm. that it could take that feel like this is, you know, it was almost meant mm-hmm. to make sense. Anyway, uh, do you guys want to talk about Rampage? Yeah, let's, yep. let's, move on. Yeah, let's do that. Rampage, uh, June 10th. We open up with Eddie Kingston versus Jake Hager. I thought this match was pretty decent. Uh, Eddie's selling is just, you know, next level. and I think he really, like, you know, made this match what it was. Hager was okay here. I'm, I'm not a huge Jake Hager guy, but I thought Eddie was really good. And uh, eventually he wins with a couple spinning backfists. If you're Jake Hager, you better be taking Eddie out to
1: dinner after this cuz he sold for you like you beat the total oh, yeah. shit out of him and you're a total badass and he won by the skin of his ass. Mhm. Um you couldn't ask like you couldn't have asked for a guy to, you know, put you over better in a loss. And JK Gar hasn't had a lot of singles matches at least recently and, easily uh, the
0: best match he's had and since he's been mm-hmm. signed. Yeah. And since the very beginning he was on the very first episode of Dynamite. Yeah. Okay. It was the uh, like surprise like ending mm-hmm. of it, right? Yeah.
2: Alright, then yeah. that takes us to uh, Tony Schiavone with Britt Baker and her crew. Uh, this was a promo riddled with foreshadowing. It says that she's distracted by someone putting their fi- their dirty fingers on a belt that doesn't belong to them. Referring to Tony Storm in this case. It says that the AEW women's title uh, probably misses her more than it misses him and that uh, if anyone is going to take it off Funderosa, it is going to be someone from Team DMD.
0: Wait, so mm. she just put it out there like that?
2: Well, she said someone, but like I emphasize that she said someone. Not not her specifically, but someone from Team DMD will be the ones to take the belt off. That's a that's a fucking tease. Yeah. And oh, also like rebel. the whole like fucking rebel finally. Yeah, that's obviously yeah. <laughs> rebel. <laughs> AW One <women's> stamping <laughs> rebel. Oh my god.
1: Like she could do the talk show circuit and get a lot of. Uh,
0: she seems more like the talk show host, right?
1: <laughs> and she could sneak out a fart like Wendy. <laughs> she she sneak out. out. <laughs> um, don't they have a little thing going where Tony, Shivani, and like DMD are like tight buds and stuff? Yeah. Even she's heel, and then she just she calls she's him like a dumbass and stuff in here. And there's a real bitch yeah. to him, and he looks. She's like always done that. And
0: she's like just abusive to him, and like all the time, okay, and they're okay, still buds.
1: Okay. He sold it so well, like he was like.
0: It really like hurt what she said. Well, and then at the end, he did the little DMD thing with her. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I liked uh, some of the like. There was like one of those compilation things where, um it was like when uh, her and Cole kissed at like when they won the Bret Hart or oh, Bret Hart Owen Hart Memorial thing, and like just like the look that he sells <laughs> with it's oh, that's like so funny. He, he he does he does a good job with like you know his whole like you know storyline with her. He's good. Uh, we then get a Ortiz video promo. Um, says that it was his fault. He didn't recognize. Jerick. Did you was say? Such a piece of or, shit. Did you say Ortiz video promo? He,
0: he always says that. I noticed that like two weeks oh. ago.
1: Oh. Video. <laughs> I thought you said video because like you had just said Ortiz and you were you were still stuck. Oh my god! On it. <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> and because um, you were still stuck on trying to like pronounce it
2: and uh, you know proper. Yeah, maybe that, that, that's what it was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you know that hair versus hair match. Um, We'll see what happens. <laughs> I do
0: not think Jericho's going bald, though. Ortiz with a shaved head just picked yeah. up. I mean, can you fucking, like, like, what happens if you fucking, uh, your hair plugs, like your implants? Like, how do you, uh, how do you tears shave out, that? Like, like, tears just, out the scalp and he's just, oh just <laughs> pouring
2: blood. <laughs> like,
0: it's just peeled
2: back. To be fair, the last hair versus hair match wasn't that with, uh, it was Orge Cassidy and was it Jack Evans? He didn't get like a clean cut. He they, he just kind of like cut some random hair off.
0: Yeah, there was that. Did you ever did you ever see that one in Impact with Raven, and he fucking did it the wrong way, so it just shredded the top of like Raven's oh. scalp to where he like went bald there. Oh my god, it's I like know. bad. He's like show. I remember there was like a shoot interview where he showed the scars. It looks fucking insane. Jesus.
2: All right. Well, next up we have Jay Lethal and Satnam Singh uh, debuting uh, with Sanjay Dutt. I uh, will debuting in ring versus uh, a couple jobbers, Davey Vega and Matt Fitchett. Uh, so this was Satnam's uh, in ring debut. What did you guys
0: think? Um. All right. So <laughs> judge your okay. Judge him against people his size in the past. Is he thought- better? I thought think. he was
2: okay until like they did like the double team spot and his selling for it was just really weird. Oh yeah, it was like, weird. He was like, oh oh oh, like he was like kind of like just like. he, I looked, mean, like, he also doesn't need to sell. Yeah, I think that was just a like that that just shouldn't have been in the match. Yeah, yeah. he should have just no sold
1: it. Okay, yeah. It, when you're comparing him against big giant guys with, <laughs> or you know from other sports or other arenas or have no pro wrestling background. Uh, I think he comes out, uh, you know, from, you know, not upper, bad. Upper, he's okay, yeah. <laughs> he comes yeah. out in the upper.
2: But also, what more can you ask for from a giant? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, again, and maybe it's like the no selling for that spot. But other than that, I thought he was like okay. Well, and he,
0: should he sell for anyone except for uh, like top stars? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I think you yeah, know. I mean, he's better stars, than but... Omos, right? Oh yeah, he can. He can do a cross body. He can hit the ropes. He can walk. He can. I mean. <laughs> Like, what just, more? What more can you have? What more do you need from a giant? I just
2: remember with all boss, like with that that first match we saw, with him, that tag match where he's like has his
0: arms sticking out, and it's like yeah. way over like AJ's head would be. Yeah. Like, just a freaking... Yeah. So like, I mean, I, what more can do you need from? Uh, what it's more not do that you I need
1: more from him; it's that I need less from
0: him. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna have a giant, you know. He, you know, does, he
2: does. He does the giant things. You know, it's it's what it is. I, th- I, I it was okay for what it was. Um, he tags lethal back in. Lethal wins with the lethal injection, and then uh, one thing I was a little disappointed about is uh, after the match, Sotnem hits like this pretty cool looking power bomb. And, like, why did he mm-hmm, just fucking yeah. end the match
0: with that? Yeah, straight up. I guess uh, they're yeah.
1: They probably should have gotten that over rather than the um, lethal injection, which we've seen before. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It looked fucking pretty scary for homie too. It we went fucking twirling.
2: Yeah, he looked worried. <laughs> yeah, I would too. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: and then like anyway. Sanjay Dutz, like just screaming into the camera. Wow! Wow! <laughs> like it was,
1: yeah, that was cool. And then that like was cool. really put over. Like
2: <laughs> I he's like just that. like yeah, I like it. I like the uh, I like this crew. Uh, we can then get uh, Hookhausen backstage. So we got Danhausen. He is uh, in a golf cart, you know, utility cart type thing. He's being interviewed he's like oh well, this is you know a pt cruiser or a corvette um and you know hook got one too and then you know he pulls away hook pulls up with a, a fancier one just tilts his sunglasses down says they literally interviews. just
0: roll by in their little carts yeah <laughs> oh my
1: god but, Super but, but weird. Hook, hook rolls up with his cool camo one yeah and
2: she's like damn
1: yeah well it's <laughs> like and he's he
2: had like the sunglasses. he looked you know he looked like a star he, little he buggy little,
1: like yeah. he did the little like pull his sunglasses down a little yeah. bit to check out the, the hottie Boy, <laughs> this fucking sucked
0: yeah what the fuck was this
2: what the hell this was just let's put him on the show and yeah it was it was whatever gonna need to
0: not drop the ball with uh hook here i i guess i i'm start i'm, I'm starting to eat a little cr- i mean okay i still think it could be fine but this was stupid this was a stupid idea give him matches where they need to have more matches you could have switched this around so much easier. Like, did you really need to have Satnam Singh um, debut on a random episode of Rampage without any fucking uh, like fanfare? Wouldn't you want to like? Y- yeah, because you needed to get. You, you probably thought it was going to be a train look, wreck, and you needed to get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah may- maybe. At the same time, at the same time, look. If you're gonna have a giant, make it a big deal. Like, if you got to have the giant, then
1: I. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but I think WWE makes that
2: mistake all the time. We're like, we've got this giant.
1: Put him in a WrestleMania match, and then it's shit. Well, the problem is, too, is they so, get,
2: like, all these giants, and then they're like, well, like, would everyone's giant, no one's giant. Yeah, and then, um, you know, it's it's okay. I think it's okay, because he needed
1: a match. You probably, you might have considered putting it on Dark, except for that. I, I'm just I saying. I, I think Rampage is the perfect spot for it, because it's not low so low pro- profile that it's only on YouTube. But it also isn't a pay-per-view match because, dude, the guy has no experience. It's
0: not about that. It's, 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 it's more about why did we have that on this show? When we could have had a Danhausen, you know, hook match. You no, know, they're, they're celebrating. <laughs> apparently,
2: you know, they're they're showing off their cards that they got from you know the, their victory purse, I guess, on the pre-show. Like, yeah, that's what you nice. win. This is what you get when you win a pre-show match. You get you know golf
0: cards. Yeah, is that part know, of Dan, Dan House? gimmick is that he like likes to roll on a PT Cruiser. I don't know. Kind of fit. It kind of fits. Oh, well, I mean, if he just bought this, he doesn't have a PT Cruiser. He, he, well, he, he was compared like, this to a PT I trying, Cruiser or Corvette. I, I, I thought he was saying that. Well, it's no PT Cruiser or Corvette. Like, yeah, like I, it's not as good, but I do. But it's kind of cool or something like that. It's kind of what I took from it, but maybe not. I heard him say
1: PT Cruiser, and that was about the limits of my attention. <laughs>
0: do they still make those no Davey used to have the the equivalent of one what i had a i had a scion Scion, it was a scion (laughs) that looked that had like it was like one of those boxy ones it might as well have been a pt (laughs) 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 Cruiser. nah my scion ripped that was a great car we just (laughs) bury him (laughs) all right
2: next up on the show we had red velvet versus chris statlander um, I thought this was a, I thought it was a pretty good showing from both of them, to be honest. Um, especially
0: Statlander, I thought this was better than the last match that they had too. Oh yeah, dude, Statlander is fucking better every time we see her. It was, uh, I felt like it should have been a squash, but yeah, they like, tried, she's been they... having these pretty competitive matches with Velvet, but we have a big problem in, in modern wrestling where people don't treat their fucking heat like they should. Like they should have more heat, like we said earlier. Even the best wrestlers are guilty of it, and credit to them. For starting off this match hot with that fucking, like, monstrous fucking power slam. Oh, yeah. And instead of doing, mm-hmm. like, a fucking lockup or something like that. But then... She went after her, yeah. Yeah, but then fucking Red Velvet didn't really sell. I mean, I okay. get it. They're, they're they I got, mean, she like, just kept team. taking move after move early. Yeah, it should have been, like, Chris Statlander fucking putting the fucking period at the end of the sentence. Like, just being done with her and doing something crazy and moving on. Like when I mean, she kind of does labor, at the yeah. end, but then, you know... Kira Hogan attacks from behind. We get the beat yeah. down. Now, yeah, Now we know that's gonna keep going. But I guess that we knew that they were gonna like team up. But fuck, man! Like, Chris is so good. Yeah, she looks fucking strong. Yeah, her new gimmick is turned around. She's gotten better in the ring. Like, yeah, there's like no downside here. Uh, after, the Except get, after, ma- after the match for so our opponents.
2: After the match, we did get some of your favorite uh, out of ring activities. The ramp run. Oh yeah, oh, I love dude, the ramp run, dude.
1: Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up anna jay's ramp run was so funny it was like oh, little yeah, tiny yeah. little like it's like a little then, jog yeah it Athena's was <laughs> Was like the out of control like fucking like flailing the flailing the arms run. except oh, I, th- so I i laughed funny. even
2: harder at that because like athias was like super intense but then like she like runs and there was like these security and they'd like catch her as she like jumps in midair yeah <laughs> it was so silly i
1: want to i want to see the edict on when security gets involved and stops wrestlers and when they let it happen
0: yeah it well, made sense here because they uh, obviously they want to keep they want to do the thing where like um, jade and and uh ember moon don't actually touch until their match and i think that's good and it made sense here because they had an initial run-in so the fucking the idea i guess is security sees that and they're like oh we can't let anybody else come in you know they fucking send the security out there to react to that but then here comes ember moon i think that one's okay so mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they could preemptively know that N and J was coming out, but they could probably expect. Well, they don't else need to stop out. her anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's a little fucking light jog. She's, My favorite uh, Ramp Runs are the fucking best. It's like the most underrated fucking thing in. Are there any wrestling.
1: compilations out there? Like, there's none.
0: I've looked. There's none, and somebody needs to make one. The best well, one I've ever two. seen. The best one I've ever seen is they had this uh, like during the like ECW like invasion thing. They were going to do that ECW pay per view and Impact. And Impact had that, you know, the Universal Studios thing. So they had, or that building. So the fucking ramp was steep. Like, whatever it was, they had, like, a big set for it and, like, for their their, uh, their Thursday Night Impact shows. And the ramp was just steep. And they would have the fucking old ECW guys running down in fucking big groups. And it was the fucking funniest ramp runs to this day. I haven't seen funnier ramp runs and like you would watch it and you would see everybody doing something fucking different and weird and they would just like i wish i could show you like i would have to go through i would have to buy impact's fucking um you know streaming service just to go back to that those impact episodes just to fucking find it, <laughs> it it's possible but it would be a big fucking like pain to do but i'm telling you there have not been better ramp runs since then <laughs> but there's they're always they're always funny for We're sure find that <laughs> <laughs> clip it and just put it up oh man uh, all he right then has a
2: miro ethan page uh video package uh <laughs> we get you know miro's little promo style thing with uh he's like my rock my my, my neck of sand is fixed but my heart is broken oh god <laughs> <laughs> even even cut like, a promo oh, here he, too right yeah ethan, yeah and then ethan page is like said that you know like but you know who he looks up to himself who he believes in <laughs> himself who he prays to <laughs> himself That's and we gonna great. pray to him too
1: this is such a contrast of promo styles okay oh, uh, yeah. on one hand one hand you've got like the vague stupid like metaphysical shit like we see in <laughs> house of black and like we see here that i fucking hate and then you've got ethan page who knows how to cut a professional wrestling trade out takes and he takes the bullshit from Miro's
0: um, promo and turns it into gold. Yeah, he did. And you know what? Like, it's funny because um, I, I think I think Ethan Page's promos are fucking fantastic. He's oh, yeah, money. He's absolutely money. But it was funny because like uh, I, I was watching with Amber and she goes, she goes, I hate this guy. And I was like, why? <laughs> she goes, nobody is this angry all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I've met people that are. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I I really like the contrast here, and like, even like the metaphysical, like, just like that one line that I had like, read from, like, the, my heart is broken for losing the title, it's just, it's just so over the top. Um, yeah. And then that takes us to our main event, Trent and FTR versus the United Empire. A lot of hype when this match starts out, we open up with, uh, Osprey and, uh, Trent, um... Trent really, like, I feel like they really tried to, like, put him in it as much as possible. And you did, obviously, like, FTR did, like, their stuff. And, you know, obviously, United Empire did their thing as well. But it, it feels like, you know, kind of like, you know, best friends have kind of lost a lot of stock. Uh, Orange Cassidy's injured. They lost Yuta. Uh, Chris is not really hanging out with them anymore. But it felt like, you know, they really tried to, like, give Trent as much to do in this match as Fucking possible. Fucking Chucky's, they, they just hate him. He's never on TV.
0: Is he injured or what? I think he's I don't
2: injured. Know. I don't know. I just, I just remember like last, like the last few times he's been on. Like he went out of his way to bury him. Yeah. He did. He. Oh my god. He should have been Batman instead of that
0: fucking dude from <laughs> Harry Potter. Okay. You want him to be like the resurgence of fucking, like Adam West. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> All right. So what you guys think of the actual match
2: that we did get? All right, uh, so
1: yeah, you're right. Trent comes out, and he's still the the best friends. Music still playing. It's still has like Orange Cassidy's fucking like logo. His and shit graphic and everything's still there. It's yeah, it's kind of weird, but um, yeah, no, this was uh, fucking cool. Like Aussie Open wasn't as impressive as I've seen them before. I, my hopes were up they were for still that. very good, though. But they mm-hmm. were still very good, and you know, I'd like to see FTR Aussie Open legit. Yeah, Osprey looked good. He didn't like do showcase. enough. I feel like yeah. he would. It should have been yeah, a better showcase yeah. for him, but. But it, it wasn't was still the showcase good yeah. that, that I was hoping for. Yeah, he should have done more.
0: Also, yeah, like he really be, uh, shocked that he lost. Like, way to make these challengers coming into to, to AEW look like uh, look strong. It's that was a little weird. I thought that they would have definitely won this match to establish I think, yeah. themselves that was
2: in the match to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Um, I I don't remember the uh, uh, the Aussie Open guy's name exactly. It's like what Fletcher and who's the other one?
0: I know one of them's Fletcher, and the other one is I don't remember, but the. And I still don't even know which one is which. I'm but they lie. they
2: put over like one of them is like this big brawler. I'm like they're the same fucking size. He's a little bigger. Like, he's a little, little like, like, more like more a little muscular, bigger. Yeah, but like bigger I was just, like, It was just weird where they're like they were like kind of like putting him over like you know this Haas. I'm like he's like not that much bigger than his opponent, but like and he's not that much bigger. He did um, wrestle
0: a pretty strong style, though. Yeah, like he did mm-hmm. for sure.
2: Um, I, I mean, I liked them. I hadn't. I don't think I've actually seen them, uh, before. I don't I I've like seen them like kind of you know in you know show up, but I don't think I've actually seen them in matches. I think uh,
1: we, the... we saw them at Windy City, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, mm, what, what,
0: what, were they in that? Were they on that show? Mm, yeah, I think. Uh, no, they, they we saw on the, the no, 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 we did. We watched no, no, no. the Rev Pro <laughs> thing with them. Right? Yeah, it was on Rev Pro. Yeah, yeah that's what now I remember. It was Rev Pro. Yeah.
1: yeah, but they they were on Windy City. They were in one of the. They were in the uh, United Empire match, or was it oh, Capital? Okay. Was it Capital Collision? One of the two, I think it was Windy City. And they looked. Oh, was awesome that the
2: one, Was that the one with like Scott Norton in the match? Or no, no, no. Yes. Was that? Yeah, I, I don't remember. It was, that, it was, all, was that it, match. all these multi-man yeah. matches. It was that match. It was so the Scott
1: Norton match. Yeah. Why wasn't Scott Norton fucking celebrating with fucking Jay White? That's what I want to know. Why isn't Scott
2: Norton walking for the Forbidden Door? <laughs> You know, I can't still fe- you can't know i not figure out how the doorknob works. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm still hoping, I'm still holding out hope that we get like just the geriatric match, like the geriatric multi man match at Forbidden Door, like on the buy in, like we get like you know Sting, Big Show, and Mark Henry versus like uh, Scott Norton,
0: Hanma, Tenzan or something. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that would
1: be that would be legit.
0: I would fucking That'd be stoked be. about that or fucking uh, yeah, Yuji Nagata. It's just, that like, all a, this
1: star power,
0: but, like, none of them can work anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would give it a real New Japan feel.
0: It really would. <laughs> that's, that's a great way to have, like, the, the capture of the fucking the, the feel. Yeah, exactly.
1: I just want to see Taguchi hip attack after Taguchi hip attack.
0: That's all I care about for this pay-per-view.
1: I just well, want to see Junior Heavyweight Championship match. Junior Heavyweight <laughs> Tag Team match. There you go. And Paradise Locks all over the place. I wonder if Sonata <laughs> will be on the show. I'm guessing not. Yeah,
2: it's Yeah, I mean, like, certainly... But, like but, but we just don't not know about Naito.
1: Everyone. Like, we don't know... Yeah, there's nothing for Naito yet, but maybe they'll <coughs> <Dustin coughs> add on. I-, I was
2: thinking about Sorry, that too, like, during call? the show. Doesn't Naito feel kind of directionless?
1: Yeah, but, I mean, especially
0: since if Andrade isn't going to be on this. He is. is right so, so, Andrade, like, made that tweet, but... It has nothing to do with Forbidden Door. Are you sure? Like, Are we sure? Yeah, Everyone it seems ha-
2: to be assuming it is.
0: Yeah, so I, I saw something about it, and 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 it has nothing to do with Forbidden Door. Apparently, they won't let him like work for New Japan proper. But that's yeah, like but, a CMLL AAA
2: politics thing.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And, but other people work for AAA, and they're on the show, so. Like uh, aren't isn't uh, FDRs their AAA tag team champion. Yeah, that's and they're true. Absolutely on the show. Like, but
1: I but I think that there's something about Andrei well, Andrade Andrei... some like contractual Cause... stuff with them. Well, than, it's like, not just
2: that. Problems. He's also I believe he formerly worked for CMLL before. He, like, like, wasn't that when he was brought into so. like New Japan in the first place? Was from CMLL? Yeah, it might be. So it might be that like it's kind of like that they like you know fuck you in particular for you know betraying that's stupid. us or whatever.
0: That's so stupid. Who knows? But it's wrestling. It's, it was, I mean,
2: it's wrestling politics. Has it ever not been stupid?
0: Yeah, fair enough. But uh, okay, yeah, this was
1: a uh, this was fine, but but not the showcase. I think it should have been. It was fun seeing Osprey wrestle in AEW, but yeah. we probably could have waited until the pay per view
2: to see him going. So I mean, I'm sure we'll um, you know on the pay per view we'll get a little bit more you know. Mm-hmm, mm, yeah, for sure. Of a
1: showcase, and we'll for see. Him. Uh, and I'm guessing they're going to continue to add on stuff. On AEW TV, like we might see Naito show up, we might see Sonata show up, we might see Okada show up. Who knows? Well, and
2: and to be yeah. fair, I
0: mean, we really only actually have one match booked on the show. How many weeks? We only have like two weeks left. Yeah, we Jeez, have. Jesus, they gotta they gotta really fucking pull yeah. all the stops. I think maybe they were waiting for Dominion to be done. Maybe and yeah, they they're they because like to. technically, like a
2: lot of the stuff that we're talking, I guess, it's two matches booked. But a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about throughout this episode is just pure speculation. I mean, like it's it's informed speculation. Yeah. I would say, you know, not to like you know, two round horn here, but like you know, it's informed speculation. But for the, I think the only thing that was officially booked is Tanahashi versus Mox, and then the four way. And we don't we don't know everyone who's in that. I mean, we could. Yeah, that's guess.
0: that's still not really booked.
2: Yeah. But um, yeah.
1: well, I think it's pretty obvious that FTR versus Great and, and Jeff Cobb. I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah.
2: I mean, whether or not like rapongi Vice is in the mix
0: of it, like I think that's still mm. possible. They have okay. to be in the mix. They've been building that. So yeah, that's definitely gonna be a multi. I don't okay. think they should do that. The multi stuff sucks. But and Roppongi Vice is a is a is, is that's what Forbidden Door is all about. Like
1: it's that would also be. It would be a titles versus titles match, although it's not the AEW Tag Team Championships the Ring of Honor, but it would still be like a Tony Khan title versus a New Japan title. So, with that said, some-
0: I mean, is it are, are the Bucks getting the titles back tonight? And you know, are we going to see them on Forbidden Door? Like, who? who are, uh, there's who's no way they're not on Forbidden Door, be? right? Like, who? Yeah, but who's their opponents going to be? Is that maybe? Yo, it would be Roppongi Vice. Yo and Ch-
1: Yo and show. No, not yo and it show. It'd be Rap- no, it'd be <laughs> Rappongi Vice. Cause
0: weren't they supposed to have uh, a match with Rappongi Vice on TV and something happened and they couldn't have it? Could Didn't be. that happen recently? Oh, fuck, I can't. Was that the one that Trent had COVID
2: for? I don't. Think he had a match. That, that yeah, that's what that. it was. Yeah, it, it was either it, him They, or they was challenged
1: Rocky. for the Ring of Honor Championships recently on TV. I don't. But it would be it would be I weird that they'd be building a feud against um, United Empire, only to have them turn and have that match against the
0: Bucks. So that would be
2: weird too, because like that's like again, yeah, that was a match okay. they were willing to give you on AEW TV.
0: Fair enough. God, so much speculation. Yeah. yeah hopefully, things we're, will become a lot more
2: clear this week. Like, I, I don't necessarily know that we'll know everything, but. I would like to think we would have at least, you know,
0: a good two chunk weeks of the card left, game. man. There's not much time left. Yeah.
1: Last conjecture here, our last um, fucking marking out for this pay per view. If if Okada isn't going to wrestle Danielson and he's not going to wrestle Omega,
0: say Kenny doesn't come back, who would you want his opponent to be? Fuck, man. Um, Darby would be fucking cool. That would be really unique. Fuck. I'd even I'd take Kyle O'Reilly over fucking Adam Cole. Sure, me too. There wouldn't be a lot
1: in terms of like, Penta would be cool. Prestige, yeah, Penta would be cool. Yeah,
0: you're right. Maybe not just, prestige, but like well, Penta, I'm thinking like pure match Penta's quality. Either, Penta's
2: yeah. either uh, because like Penta's booked for that tournament. The, uh, tournament yeah, to get in the uh, mm-hmm. thing. I mean, I don't. I don't think he's gonna win. Um,
0: but, no. Yeah. Mm. Well, okay. Well, we'll think about it. But uh, yeah. didn't we? We have a question this week, don't we? um yeah we do have a question we got this one uh this question comes via email from jack from dallas and he asks or yeah so this uh this question was basically
2: asking because we mentioned on a previous episode like the idea of like using a wrestling move in a shoot fight like a real fight the swanton i think (laughs) yeah it was a swanton so they want to know what would be like the funniest wrestling move to see whipped out in a real fight just like straight up on the street yeah the funniest one Dude,
1: so I used to know a guy, and I think he runs, like, a popular Instagram account now that I see people, like, plugging all the time. Dude, okay, so this guy who runs this popular Instagram account, he said once com- with complete seriousness that he could get somebody with the go to sleep, like, and he wants to oh do my it. Oh, God. He, he can get him in the fireman's car- He He's pretty sure he can launch him over his head and get him with the knee on the, catch him with the knee on the way down. Just complete seriousness, dude. That's I so you know this different. motherfucker has dying. never been in a fight. I was dying, fucking laughing, dude. <laughs> this shit. But okay,
0: Um the funniest. Okay, the most effective, and the one if I was going to use a wrestling. I mean, we're not match, talking effective. We're talking about like if somebody funny. was a- somehow able to fucking pull it off. Okay, I'll, like what is the f- I, one? for
2: me the paradise lock? Oh yeah, that would
0: be okay. Funny. Like somebody just <laughs> fucking.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny because. Uh, you know those Walmart dudes that whatever were getting booked by Joey Janela and shit for a while. Yeah, d- were doing fucking uh, RKO's at Walmart. And the they were still and working with each other though. <clears throat> yeah, 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 exactly. So I saw one recently where the dude shows up in like a high school gym and he hits somebody with like Canadian Destroyer on the fucking hardwood. <laughs> but I think like the Canadian Destroyer would be fucking hilarious to see somebody not pull oh, off God. because if they pulled it off, if they pulled it off, it would be fucking awesome. But I'm imagining it like this. I'm imagining somebody tries to do the Canadian, Destroyer and they just eat shit in a fucking hilarious way on the concrete. Well, if they if like they come over
0: th- and the other guy doesn't fucking go, they're gonna fucking just spike their neck. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they're gonna so die. What
1: I'm, so the funniest thing I think I could possibly see is somebody's got the fight won and they try to do some stupid ass wrestling finisher and then end up losing
0: the fight that they already had won. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I, I want to see. Like. Like, what if somebody did, like, Road Dog's, like, shake, rattle, and roll? Like, shit he did. You know how he would do the fucking, like, yeah, the, like, yeah, punches? Yeah. He would do the punches and sure. then fucking hit the ropes and do the fucking, like, crazy legs knee sure. drop? Like, I want to see the fucking combos And they dude just the the moves like and
1: ends up, en- ends up turning the fight around. Someone, <laughs> s- someone whips out the worm. Yeah, somebody who's got the fight won and tries some stupid shit that they saw on TV and ends up losing the fight. Ends up defeating themselves. <laughs> Yeah, like the Canadian Destroyer. You fucking spike yourself on the head, <laughs> yeah. and you're just out, and the other dude gets up. Like, he wins, right? <laughs> just has to touch you. Yeah, oh, That's funny. I don't know, but the most effective beat one, you know, and I know this wasn't the question, but if I was legit going to do one, like, if I had a guy down, yeah, I'd climb up on something and do a double stomp on his head. Yeah, it's was yeah,
2: the would... safest thing you could do from like an elevated position. Right? They
0: they have to be down already. Like they, had, like yeah. you would have, you'd have had to already win yeah. the fight. <laughs> yeah, you're just. But being you want to make sure he's never getting up.
1: You just want to be one of those sadistic fucks that keeps beating on someone that's already down.
0: What if it was? What if? What about just running the ropes? Like, what if somebody just like hit the wall to try to like get some <laughs> oh momentum? Like they run and they fucking turn and hit the wall just to come back and you you'd have to line? bounce off the wall. With you're in the, you're the blood, parking right? lot. You're just bouncing off cars. No, I want to, like, yeah. like, it's got to be, like, textbooks, so they got to hit their back on the wall to come oh back for, God. like, some...
2: This uh, is
0: kind of random, but did
2: you guys ever see, like, this is, uh, it's like, a few months old now, but the video where there's a guy, like, at Taco Bell who just gets body slammed and, like, just basically killed.
3: What? Uh, yeah, there's, yes, like, yeah. there's this Taco Bell, yeah. like, the, the, he's, like,
2: Fucking arguing, and the guy just body <laughs> yeah. slams yeah. him, and he no. just, like, he hits the ground okay. and just stops moving completely. It's, this, oh it's this two rush, these
1: two Russian dudes and they're into it with like, or they're fucking Eastern European and they're into it with the dude at Taco Bell and the son starts getting crunk and like he goes back and <laughs> runs at him and throws something. So the dude just comes out and fucking picks him up and fucking slams him. Oh my out. God. And the, and the From and a
0: looks body fucking, slam. Looks like yeah. He like he just like, he just, like, he just goes up.
2: completely limp. It's insane.
0: I got to see His this. dad looks
1: worried that his son is dead too. It's fucking, that part's hard to watch because oh, his dad's trying to hold him back yeah
0: you're saying all that and i'm over here like like laughing about it it's still fun it's, it's still not fun. the it's not the it's not
2: the least tasteless thing you've ever done so okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. awesome man
1: well we covered a lot man the big yeah. new japan show and uh tv some new shit and we didn't talk about mjf for an hour which was good so uh, let's get out of here and let's come back and do it again next week, and we'll have some more forbidden door shit, I'm
0: sure. Yeah, yeah. Th- thanks everybody for listening. Definitely look out for those uh, those invites to the Discord. I got sick and we were doing birthday stuff, so I didn't get to finish setting everything up. But it's like it's like up. We just gotta make everything and put all the rules in place and all that kind of stuff. Then everybody can fucking come in. So so uh, thank you guys for listening, and may your week be full of monster pops. Catch you guys later.
1: See ya.